Ali versus Frazier, Holyfield versus Tyson, Lesnar versus Velasquez, McGregor versus Mayweather, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, Coke versus Pepsi, Godzilla versus King Kong, Pikachu versus uh, Squirtle. Uh, throughout time, there has been a handful of monumental history-altering showdowns. Today, we will witness the throwdown to end all throwdowns, the ultimate winner-take-all deathmatch. We watch Freddy versus Jason. We watch it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me is my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, say hello today. Hello today. Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, see I, you, I see what you did there. I did one of those things. You did one of those things. How's it going, Marshall? It's going all right. All uh, right. It's, uh, uh, we're in the middle of October, the best time of the year. Um, we thought this week we'd do a little watch-along again, or just a fun fun October time, you know, just, just do some fun for this time yeah. of year. You know, we, we watch so many horrible horror movies, you know, it's time to take a break sometimes and do something a little more mainstream, a little more fun, a little more, uh, you know, normal. Normal. Indeed, but, indeed, normal. So, um, we, we... Maybe not normal, but, you normal, know. Normal, but fun. Just yeah, not, not, yeah. Not the shit fest we're used to. Um, before we get to this week's movie, though, uh, I guess also want to always, always have to remember to mention our Patreon page and if you are a fan of the show we'd love you to be a patreon as well and help support us um join the cult join the cult <laughs> join the calling join the moon goon army uh drink the kool-aid drink the yeah there you go uh every everything we we love it every support we get uh, really helps us out a lot um we added some new tiers there's some new perks uh we're still working on adding more stuff all the time we're adding more and more patreon only Content, so bonus content you're only going to be able to get as a Patreon subscriber. So you better so join, motherfuckers. look for that stuff. We actually have some stuff in the can that's going to be posted up pretty soon. Um, and we'll have some bonus watch-along episodes there along with other stuff as well. Um, so on to today's feature presentation. Uh, we're gonna, we invite you to watch along with us. Freddy vs. Jason. What a fun movie this is going to be. Uh, this movie was released on August 15th of 2003. Uh, it was written... By Damian Shannon and Mark Swift, along with Victor Miller and Wes Craven, get credit for their character creations from yeah. way back when. Directed by Mr. Ronnie Yu. Uh, you can find this thing pretty much everywhere right now. It's on Amazon Prime, iTunes, Vudu, YouTube, Google Play, and Shudder. Uh, although I didn't have much luck finding it on Shudder, but maybe Shudder because it's linked to Amazon Prime. Maybe that's why it's coming up with yeah, that. Yeah, well, you'll find it. Um, Cast-wise, there's, some people in this, there's a lot of people in this movie we're going to talk about. Um, First off, our lead girl, uh, Laura Campbell, is played by Monica Kina. 52 credits, including 40 Days and Nights, Night of the Demons, the remake. So she makes her second appearance on Horrible Horror. There you go. Uh, she was on the short-lived TV show Undeclared, which is a Judd Apatow movie, which was actually kind of filed his Freaks and Geeks, which was a fun show. Uh, he was, she was also on Dar- Dawson's Creek and Snow White, A Terror of ter- Tale of Terror. I can't speak and read. 
And she also played Oksana Bayul in the TV documentary, A Promise to Keep, the Oksana Bayul story. Weird, but yeah. easy on the eyes. So Ooh, I know I had such doggy. a huge thing for Monica Keenan way back like years ago. Like, I, she was so hot, I thought, and just, yeah, I loved her. Always wanted to see more of her. I, just, I remember why, I, I was happy to see her, but like, I always wondered why she didn't like, end up getting more roles, I guess. Especially, like, you know, especially, like she could have probably made a living like a Daniel Harrison just doing these horror movies. And then yeah, fine. she could have done. She, I she, guess she tried she did, to do more serious stuff and just didn't work out. She for did her. a lot of horror movies, and I think you know, honestly, I I think people should follow that path more. Yeah, when you have that scream queen, you know, cred coming coming your way. Yeah, ride it, baby. Yeah, make, you know, look make, at look at Lena Quigley. I mean, even though the Quigs has done a lot of B shit movies, yeah. but she still but she works working she today. Works. And you then you know? get that con money too. You get the yeah. cons, and yeah. I mean, Daniel Harris has made a career out of it. Yeah. A lot of, you know, you should, I, yeah, I would love to see Monica Keenan State do more horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on, we're gonna do. Then we move on to Will Rollins. Rollins, played by Jason Ritter, uh, son of the famous actor John Ritter and brother to Kristen Ritter from Jessica Jones. Uh, he's got 108 credits, including Drunk History, The Wicker Man remake. <laughs> He was also in the thriller Swim Fan, if you, those of you remember that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Joan one. of Arcadia, that TV show. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Kia Watterson, played by Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. That's all I'm going to say about that. And Gibbs, played by Kathleen Isabel, 118 credits. This also marks her second appearance on Horrible Horror, because she was in See No Evil 2. Yeah. She's also in American Mary, where she played Mary. And she was played Ginger in the cult classic Ginger Snaps That's franchise. That's where I recognize her from. And she was also in 30 Days of Night, Dark Days, the sequel to the Josh Hartnett one. The yeah. Vampire. And she did one episode of the old Ray Bradbury theater TV show. Interesting. For those horror suspense fans. Um, and the last two people we'll mention, um, well, not fully, but uh, Mr. Jason Voorhees is played by Ken Kersinger. At least he's the main Jason in this yeah. movie. He's the one who gets the credit for most of the lot, some of the stuff. He's a stuntman with 106 credits, including stunt work on The Watchmen, The Cabin in the Woods, Twilight New Moon, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Joyride 2 Deadhead, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, X-Men Last Stand, and X2 United, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., a TV movie way back in the day, Superman 3, and he was in Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, A.K.A. Jason takes a vacation, as I like to call it. Um, Jason goes to Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, Frey is played by the one and only Mr. Robert England. Uh, The other two people I'm going to mention in this movie are, they're in the movie, but they're uncredited. And it blew my mind that they're in this movie, but incredible. But uh, we have uh, Evangeline Lilly, who plays Wasp in the MCU universe right now. She's Wasp. She's Mm -hmm. in this movie. Very, very, very briefly. Kate from Lost. Yeah. Was she in Lost too? Okay. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Okay, and then Ray Motherfucking Mysterio yeah. is in this movie as like a stuntman briefly and does like I think he makes an appearance as something, but he is in this movie. Uh, he uh, Lily eventually Lily is quite as uh, or she is school student near a locker in a green jacket or in a jacket with green sleeves. Let's we'll keep her eyes open. Yes, and Ray Mysterio is just credited as Jumper, so I think he does like a, some jumping stunts or, or something, but he's in this as well. That's hilarious. Um, now, before, I know, Aaron, you said you did some looking into this, but yeah. uh, how much did you do? I mean, are you able to play the budget game this week, or do you know the budget? Did you look you, it up? You know what? I don't remember the budget at all. All right, so we will I, play. I, I know it's in the millions, obviously. We'll play the budget game then. Cool. Ding, ding. All right, uh, Aaron, guess the budget for Friday vs. Jason. <sighs> This is a combination. This has been a you know a 
we've always talked about Freddy versus Jason when we were kids. You know, when you're on the school bus in the 80s, it was who's going to who would win? Would it be Jason? Would it be Freddy? So this is something that a lot of people have been wanting to see, you know, something that uh, has been on people's minds for a long time. So I imagine they did. They spent a good chunk. of. Well, there was also talk about this, like doing this, like back in like the 80s. Yeah. They, were, they were trying to pull this off and it never happened. Yeah. But yeah. At least it happened. Uh, 12 million. 12 million is a guess for the budget. Well, you came in way under, mm. which surprised me. I thought you'd normally go over, and I was hoping you would, but no, you went way under. Budget for this movie, $25 million. I should have doubled it. Shit. Yeah. Uh, you want, yeah, I have three more numbers for you to take a guess at, though. Cool. We have gross. Opening weekend, total gross in the U.S., and worldwide gross. Okay, opening weekend. It's in August, summer movies, but people really want to see it. So, $8 million. Okay. For opening weekend. Again, you are way fucking under. Wow. Oh, yeah, this movie was a fucking juggernaut, dude. Like, it, Well, not, I mean, it's not like a fucking like Marvel movie nowadays. Sure. But for a horror movie, this thing killed it. Opening weekend, $36 million. Nice. Made some money back plus in the, the opening weekend. Great. Okay, so keep that so... in mind. Total gross in the United States. $72 million. Closer. Okay. Very much closer. Total gross in the U.S. eighty-two million six hundred twenty-two thousand six hundred fifty-five. Nice, nice, nice. Very good. Now worldwide gross. Worldwide, I'm not going to go too much higher because while Jason and Freddy are icons in America, I don't know how well they play across the world. And That's of course, a good point. your your big budget, or at least outside of North America, exa- that maybe maybe some of your Western countries like Britain and Britain, Ireland, Germany, maybe, maybe yeah, yeah but I don't know if they're going to carry as much weight. So I'm going to go hundred fifteen million. Dude, you got the win on that one. No shit. I'm giving it to you. Yeah, that you can't get much closer, dude. That that's like win both showcases close. All right, what we got? 114, 908,830. Oh, that's, that's, that's like, like on the nose. Yeah, that's pretty much right there, dude. Congratulations on that. You got that I'll one. Take that take one. That. So nice. Um, so and here's the fun fact about just while we're talking about budget. New Line Cinema's advertising budget for this movie alone surpassed the market campaigns for all ten. Prior Friday Thirteenth slash Jason films combined. Wow! So that's what I said. They went all out on this thing. Yeah, they did all out. So with that said, good for them. Let's get to the rumble in the not the urban jungle. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's get to this week. Oh, oh, the fight to who has the fright? The f- fight of fright, fight, fright fest. I guess you kind of, it's kind of a fright fest. I don't know. Uh, fright, fight of. Fight Probably should have done this before we yeah. got <laughs> Anyway, fuck it. Uh, let's get to uh, the tail of the tape. There you go. So first, fighting out of the red corner. Standing five foot nine and a half inches, weighing 160 pounds. Hailing from Elm Street, Springfield, Ohio, with 35 teenage murders to his name, Freddy the Nightmare Kruger. And fighting out of the blue corner, standing six foot five, weighing in, who fucking knows, fighting out of Crystal Lake, New Jersey, responsible for 146 kills, not counting the space station and Jason X, <laughs> Jason Mama's Boy Voorhees. <laughs> All right, so we are going to ring, uh, let's ring this fucking bell. 
All right, there we go. We're about to, we are doing a watch along. So like I said, bells rung. If you haven't loaded on, if you haven't loaded up already, and you want to watch along, do it now. Press pause because we are pushing play. We are looking at the New Line Cinema logo right now on our TV, and here we go with the play with, button with the red background. Red background. I, like I do like it too. So here we go, New Line Cinema. And I like the little combinations they do with this. They go the ch- they go the Freddie music do 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 do. You know, like the little piano. Yeah. To go along with it, you know, that combination. And they do that pretty well throughout the whole movie. Like, little combinations of those things. Uh, makes me pretty happy. Yeah, and here we're getting the breakdown where Freddy Krueger's... Uh, we kind of get the breakdown of Freddy Krueger. It's like Freddy's backstory. Like, kind of. Like, never before seen footage of how Freddy became Freddy. Well, I mean, when you think about it, this was released, what, 2003? Uh, two, yeah, I think. Yeah, 2003. Yes, 2003. Let's, let's face it. I mean, Freddy Krueger's heyday was in the 80s. Yeah. So you're potentially exposing Freddy Krueger to people who have never watched it or maybe know who he was but don't know shit about him. They're like, oh, the guy with the finger knives. And I know in some story- movies they try deal a little bit more of his backstory, but not as I don't, not yeah. as much as in this. And here you actually see him like oh, yeah. making his blades and all that stuff. I, I did notice during your announcement you said Springfield, not Springwood. Shit, uh, did no, I? It's no big deal. Fuck. It's no big deal. I couldn't ruin it. Like, you were so hot. You were doing such a great Bruce Buffer impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop you in the middle and be like, Sorry, hey, fans. You can send me all the hate mail you want. Yeah. Springwood, not Springfield. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I did realize last week on October Blood, I said, oh, there's like Dragon Fire. The band like, no, fuck. It's Dragon Force. I was thinking I'm not Dragon Fire. You know what's so funny? It's like, people know. Yeah. People know what you mean. People know what we mean. And it's like... No, we haven't had it too much. Oh, there's that kill from part three. Oh, the yeah. Marion, that one fucked me up as a kid. Yeah, but what I was saying was, I, I do know, people should just, if you know what we mean, just let it slide, baby. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to be perfect all the time. I mean, what I do a pretty good are... job. but Yeah, so they're doing the playback of uh, Freddy's kills throughout the movies, and it's great. His greatest hits. Yes, it's yes. Real. They're showing his greatest hits, and it's, it's great to watch. And especially, again, if you are not someone who's been a Freddy fan or Freddy watcher or, you know, a Nightmare on Elm Street person. It's seeing this makes you want to go back and watch the movie. Kind of, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. It's showing you the good stuff, but not, not all the shitty slapstick stuff that those later movies became near the end. Wow. I was thinking about that, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 1, so Fucking good. Scary. So good. Mm. Scary. Like, the tone. And then, like, by the time you look at, like, 4 mm. and 5, and it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, mm. they went from, like, serious, scared to, like, Freddy was basically a fucking clown at yeah. some point. It's like Jesus it's Christ. Kind of like they just gave up. Like, yeah. what more crazy shit can we do? It's like they became like Mortal Kombat characters and fatalities. Like they just like threw shit at the wall. I was like, we just gave <laughs> up. Like, what more can we throw out there? Right. Well, hi, titties. <laughs> nice to see you. Here we're getting. Uh, we we don't get the same treatment though for Jason Voorhees. We don't get the the flashback of the kills. We get this made kill. This created kill, which I'm not I'm unhappy I'm, about. Yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> hey, like I said, I don't I don't hate it. That girl's body was great. I know. <laughs> it's a pleasure to look at. Yeah. I'm not hating. I'm just <laughs> I'm just making a notation. It's kind of weird to watch a naked woman do a like swimming from above and see the awkwardness of her swimming technique. Yeah, who's this gal? She's a uh, she's completely new. Yeah, she's yeah. Like like I said, they they've create they're creating this kill. But she's I saw like a K 
cabin key, so she's supposed to be a counselor. Like, yeah, this is supposed to be like, I don't know, like time period. Is this supposed to be like, yeah, this guy's just... mask was. It's not like part two. It's not one or two, obviously. Or wait a minute, wait a minute. I know what this is. I know what this is. It's. I would say it's been probably like ten years since I've seen this movie. So I, there's probably some things I don't remember. I'm gonna forget or get wrong. So they're creating the kill for this movie. It's not a, like I just like I said. I just wish we got a little flashback of uh, Jason's greatest hits. Now she looks like she's in the fucking Amazon forest. <laughs> look at that. That does not look like New like New Jersey. That looks like a fucking deciduous Amazon. forest. I'm something like a jaguar to leap out of the bushes or something like that. Well, as you can see, she's got cold breath. So yeah, it was a fern, Marshall. Just a fern. That's a big ass fern. That's a tree, Aaron. No, well, that's a tree. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Stabs her ass through the. Stabs I do not like the look of him right now. Yeah. He looks. I do not like the look of Jason right now. And this is why I remember this is. Yeah, here comes the girl starts talking to him and is like fishy, you know, shifting between the different victims that uh, Jason has killed over the years. Which uh, none of them are actual from the. There's Mama. Which yeah. is not Betsy Palmer. No, but it's 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 not bad. No. It's not a bad, you know, Recast, recreation. Yeah. yeah. So I guess this is Jason's dream. Yeah, it's it's Freddy Krueger making Jason. He says he found Jason in hell. He's because no one remembers Freddy Krueger. Let's talk about the premise real quick. And that's something I kind of liked about this was I don't mind the premise. The premise of this movie is that no one remembers Freddy Krueger, so no one's dreaming about him. He's lost his power. He's lost. He doesn't scare at kids in Springwood, Ohio, or anywhere else anymore. And so he can't exist if people don't know him and dream about him. So he's in hell. So he's like Tinkerbell? Kind of. Yeah. Clap if you don't, if you don't believe. You yeah. Like <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So he's got to, he finds Jason in hell, and he's trying to get Jason to do kills for him, to, you know, inspired by, like, hopefully that they'll start remembering Freddy Krueger, and Freddy will start to try and get in people's dreams while Jason's making the kills. They're going to think it's Freddy Krueger, bringing Freddy Krueger back remember, into their minds. I agree. The premise, I think, was good, but I remember the first time I saw it, I it wasn't... I was a little confused at first. Like, what the fuck is happening? And they're like, oh, okay, now I get But it they, it does take a while to play out, like, to yeah. fully understand it. Mm -hmm. and they, all right, so we're back at Elm Street now at the Freddy house. Yeah, did you hear? So there were 17, I believe, 17 or 18 drafts yes, of Freddy I have, versus Jason. I have a lot of trivia we're going to go through so this movie. I yeah. think one of them, though, just off the top of my head, you know, if, if we <laughs> one of them was... Freddy blames Jason for all these murders, and there's an actual court case. Yes, we're in court. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so all right, here it sounds so awesome and horrible at the same time. Yeah. Um. Let's see if I can find some. Okay. Seventeen scripts were submitted, which eventually turned into one script. The producers decide for some time to go ahead with this script, but changed their minds as they could not agree. Daddy's proposed. Eventually, Damien, Shannon, and Mike Swift came in. 
created their own script, which the producers felt were much closer to the Freddy and Jason backstories. Most of their early scripts dealt with cults that were attempting to resurrect Freddy and Jason to come back to fight. Several early drafts of the script, two twists were considered that would have connected the past of Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. One considered twist was that Freddy either raped or had or had consensual yes. sex, a consensual sexual encounter with, with Jason's mother, and he's and as a result had unwillingly no fathered Jason. So Freddy would be Jason's father. <laughs> Another twist considered was that Freddy had worked at Camp Crystal Lake in the past and either molested Jason as a child or somehow connected to his drowning. That's being a child murderer and potential sexual offender. Dude, that's horrible. Thus giving Jason motivation to track down and kill Freddy. Both ideas were eventually dropped. Thank and they God. Felt they were too contrived and too dark for the film. No shit. Um, there's some, I have some other notes on the, the weird. There is a ton of weird ass script stuff. There's a ton. Uh, okay, yeah. another one. Script uh, called for the beginning of the film to take place in medieval times. While another called for the beginning to start out at Camp Crystal Lake with Jason getting arrested. Another script having been the film would take place on the eve of the millennium. Another early draft of the script, Jason Voorhees has been captured and restrained by authorities. He would spend much of the time on trial so, for his yeah. countless murders. His defense lawyer would have been the lead character. That sounds so stupid, but also kind of awesome. So, yeah, that courtroom it's, drama it's with like Jason Voorhees. Friday 13th, Law and Order. Law and Order, Crystal Lake. Dun, dun. Yeah, you, you see him talking to Jason before the trial. It's like, no, put on your best suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just staring at him. You uh, want to look good. You don't want to look the jury's in the eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, another earlier script had Freddie pee on the Holy Grail, a boxing scene, and a hockey scene. Freddie gets beamed by a satellite ray into the sun. <laughs> At one point, Freddie would have to collect 13 dream demons to collect his powers. Alice, Jacob, and Tommy were to ma- also going to be the main characters in this. Uh, there was also supposed to be a wall constructed around Crystal Lake to keep people out, and other drafts had the camp being torn down at the end. Uh, Ugh, so, so many of them. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, that God. are so yeah. That's, some of those are just insane when you think about the uh, <laughs> <someone's> <laughs> outcome. Freddie getting beamed into the sun <laughs> by a satellite. I still like the courtroom the drama. Court, idea. Yeah, Law and Order, Crystal Lake, man. That one stuck out to me so much. It was so dumb. Ugh. All right. So back to back to the back movie. To the yeah, we kind of meet our main. Group of fodder, fodder, yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, Ginger Snap Girl apparently loves the big dick action of her shithead boyfriend. He's like, I'm not gonna ask you twice, babe. Let's go bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is this a perfect example of being a jerk to girls? Uh, works. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Betsy Palmer, she turned down the role because she thought the role was too small for her. Because I guess she was in such high demand. Yeah. And, like, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck have you done since the first movie? Like, I can't think of anything. Neither can I. No. And I, the only thing I can think of is that, okay, by now, maybe she's like 80, 90. Who knows how fucking she's like, okay, it's too, it's not worth my time in my old age to get out there in my fair, health. Fair That's enough. That's the only thing I could think fair of to give her a benefit doubt. But otherwise, what the fuck, Betsy Palmer? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, look, to get my old ass off of my, of my lift chair, Yeah, <laughs> you got to pay me more. And you got to have a bigger role. All right, so the power went out of the house where all the the sexy teens are getting drunk and boning. And uh, I don't know, what's this numbnut's name? Who knows? The the boyfriend or the this, the the guy who's courting our main character, yeah, Monica Kina. Yeah, who is not a boyfriend but is uh, 
Just some chode who is trying uh, to get in her pants. Chronologically, this film is supposed to be set between after the events of Fre- Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, released in 91, and Jason Goes to Hell, 93, but before Jason X, which was honestly, which was released before this movie because this one was in development hell for so sure. long. So I heard a lot of stuff about uh, the chick who plays the Ginger Snaps girl. Yes, Catherine like, Isabel. I heard a lot of stuff about how she... Always said when she signed up for this movie, she's like, "No nudity, no nudity." Yes, I yeah, I have a lot of that stuff in here yeah, too. Yeah, and the, the director, the, there's, there's so much theory about this director being a sleaze bag. Yeah, he basically like, "Fuck you, you're doing the nudity." So, uh, she basically she's like, "It's a boob double." Yeah, she, she got like she stunt got stunt boobs. boobs, stunt boobs. So it's not re- her real boobs when we see her hers here in the shower when she just walked in the shower because uh, after she got done boning. She's got to wash that stank off. Yeah. Um. Also, the, the original script, like I said, there's... Yeah, there's our stunt boobs. There's stunt boobs. Yeah, because they're so giant. <laughs> they're so gigantic. I, I remember even watching this for the first time, and I'm like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, there's Jason... brutal first kill for jason yeah good first kill stabs him through the and he hells on to the beer like a real bro oh folds him in half nope, there goes the beer <laughs> yeah that that fold is the ice on the cake on that that's yeah, great that's what caused him to drop the beer pussy <laughs> so like the original script like was super long supposedly and like i said so tommy jarvis and kelly were supposed to be characters in that but they were eliminated um and Tommy Jarvis was actually going to be played by Jason Bateman, huh. supposedly. And Jenny, uh, who was going to be played by Catherine Isabel, but then the role of Jenny was dropped, and Catherine Isabel got the role of Gibbs. Um, so, yeah. And then Lauren, this, actually Lauren Lee Smith be, took over the role of Jenny, which was later cut from the script, so... I love the cop, the guy, the actor who plays the, the main cop in this. I can't remember his name. I'm sure you could, I can look it up real quick, but he's, uh, there was a great movie, um, Dead Man on Campus. Oh, that's Powers Booth. What? That? No. That guy right there. No, 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 no. No, yeah. that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about oh. the, the cop who helps him out later break into the mental institution or the world. Oh, dude, it's been so, I don't remember. I thought just, that's like, that's. No, not Powers Booth, but the. The cop was like, hey, I'm a young guy. I'm kind of cool and hip, too. <laughs> he's he's not from Elm Street. He's not from Springwood. That guy right there. Oh, yeah. Dead man on campus. Yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah, I do. Um, he's also a, the father of Betty in Riverdale. I haven't started watching that yet. I, I hear it's supposed to be good, though. It's not bad. My like, wife I, likes I forget it. Who, yeah, I forget his name. But, yeah, he's in, I think, he might have been in a road trip, too. I don't remember. But, yeah. Yeah, but he was a... Uh, Dead man on campus. He played the crazy frat boy who they want to try to kill so they could get. <laughs> if you haven't seen Dead Man on Campus, that's a fun one. That's a fun, good college movie. Yeah, that was a pretty. I remember that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Zach sorry, Morris just... is in it. Yeah. Yes, Zach Morris. <laughs> yeah, so apparently this cop is not from. Oh yeah, 
So where she's trying to remember Freddy Krueger, but she can't remember Freddy. And of course, this works right into his plans. Um, another quick note, because in that first in the open scene where you see Gibbs, Catherine Isabel, she's wearing that red baseball cap in a lot of this movie. Yeah. Uh, suppose that's supposed to be a reference to the movie, the 1976 movie Carrie, where the actress PJ Souls where always wears a red baseball cap, huh. and Catherine Isabel appeared in the Carrie remake in 2002. Deep. Man, that gets uh, that's a deep cut. Yeah, that outfit that she's wearing, though, like the rugby shirt and the hat and the, like, she's smoking cigarettes and chugging beers. She's a total bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew girls like that in uh, high school and college, and they yeah. weren't that fit. No. Let me tell you. No. Because they drank like a fish and partied. <laughs> and were like, let's go to Taco Bell Run. <laughs> you know? yeah. Those girls were a lot of fun and cool to hang out with, but they also weighed, like, 200 pounds, <laughs> you know, which is fine, but they didn't have, you know, that banging of a bond. Uh, they were often <laughs> girls on the rugby team. <laughs> <laughs> this was pretty creepy. The little girl with her eyes cut out. Yeah, I also I like the uh, I also like the when they were just walking down the hallway a few minutes ago, when the, the want the kids on the wine push all turned turn to look, to look at, at her. Yeah. yeah. They do a pretty good job of creating the uh, the nightmare uh, scenes being pretty spooky. The uh, one thing that is a little, I guess, harsh looking back on the film, uh, at the time, it was cutting-edge type of uh, graphics and use of computer animation. Yeah. It's a little... It it's, it didn't date well. Yeah. You know, like the, the computer graphics that they use. Um, I mean, they do make use of practical effects, and you notice that, but at the same time, the, there's a lot of computer graphics. So, they did they explain why, or did, has... I just forgot or they haven't done yet, but if Monica here, Monica Keena is supposed to... Or whatever fucking name is... But what's her character? Who cares? Yeah, Monica, Monica Keena. Lori, like, why she's trying to remember Freddy, or like, what's this about? Like, what's her backstory here? Or is she just, I don't understand. I don't remember. Well, they were talking about, um, you know, obviously the the house, it's the same house. It is the house. Oh, she lives in Freddy's house now. Yeah. Okay. Or, or the house where Nancy had the original yeah. murders. Yeah. yeah. That, it was Nancy's house. Nancy's house. Yeah. So, you know, they're, she's, she's like, I've heard about this. I heard a murder happened just like this in this house. Who was the guy who did it? Who was it? And then she was like, oh, Freddy. Okay. You know? Yeah. She, so she's, she's remembering now. Or, I didn't know if she actually lived in the house or they were just, she was dreaming about the house. Like in that, in that scene there where they showed the, the original house. Um, and speaking of original, like the lake, the lake at uh, Cramp Crystal Lake, where they later in this movie, where they get to it, that was being used. Uh, it was the same lake they used for the final scenes of X Men Two, X uh, X Men United. Oh yeah, yeah, when they're in, and they, yeah. they were filming at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so they, get out of here, Wolverine. The, the two casts even like they stayed together in the same hotel because they were filming at the same location. Oh, and, that's fun. Yeah, so Hugh Jackman and probably Robert England and Ken Kaiser, they're probably all dream beers. Out. Yeah, that would been a fun bar to be at with all those guys there oh probably not especially Hugh Jackman he's like I can't drink beer I'm on a diet I gotta eat you know 50 pounds of chicken and do deadlifts all day well yeah for, for <laughs> fucking, well, who plays for, he got yeah. shredded for that Wolverine role god damn yes he did cause you see him in X-Men 1 
And, you know, he's fit. He's in good shape, but not near, like, you see him in, uh, yeah, X-Men 2 or X, like, Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. you know? <laughs> this guy's got veins. Even, like, Logan, man, my, oh, yeah, still yeah. fucking ripped. Yeah, so Freddy's like, not strong enough, I can't come back. He's He's starting to infiltrate people's dreams. But this is great. I love this scene. So the kid wakes up on his porch and he looks over his dad still there, looking dumbfounded. Oh, his head just falls off. Holy <laughs> shit. I didn't remember that. <laughs> and there's Jason. Who is now 20 feet tall. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, Ken uh, Kersinger who, um, stands, is six feet, five inches tall. He is the tallest actor to date to play Jason. So there you go. And they probably put like lifts in his shoes too and make him like six seven. What does this shit do? So now we're at a mental hospital with some dude. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm sure list frequent listeners of the show know I worked in a mental hospital for three years. Um, this type of behavior is pretty common, you know, line up for your medications. That that happens. Um but the way this guy, the 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 guy who oh I love how the the God, the name of the, the, the letters for the news station were K-R-G. Yes, yes Kruger. Yes, yes little things like that I love. But anyway, the guy who's working the mental institution is just such a fucking dick. Like, over-the-top dick. And he's like, guess what? I'm going to shoot your ass up full of dope and knock you out. He's just such an asshole. Yeah, well, that's where we get, we get introduced to Jason Ritter's character. Oh, R.I.P. John Ritter. And Jason Ritter, too, I think. Is he dead? I thought I saw something about he might be dead too. Oh, following in dad's footsteps, doing. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I thought I saw something about doing him. pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, Ken Kaisinger and all that, and, and uh, taking over as Jason, uh, Kane Hodder was actually he you know he was like, hey, I'll come back and do my you know do the part. Of course but he, he was. was. Kane Hodder wants to do every role. <laughs> yeah, but he was. Uh, but he was. They shot him down. New Line Cinema. Turned him down because they wanted Jason to be taller and larger, so they create more of a David vs. Goliath visual imagery with Jason and Freddy. And they just felt Kane Hodder was too short and bulky to be Jason. He wasn't big enough at the time. That sucks. That does suck. I mean, I mean, I I think the Jason in this is just a little too tall. He's too big. I yeah I I don't know if it's the height doesn't the height doesn't bother me. It's just I don't know if it's like his head. And masks are too, too tall and skinny. Yes, that's the problem. He's, like it's the like, body is body, but his head looks so ovalish. It's like, it's not like round. When you talk, I, I like you know. say, it's oh, just... we don't want Jason to be that bulky. Fuck you. Jason should be a bulky, strong killing machine. Like, I mean, granted, yes, tall people like tall is good. I'm not. I'm okay with tall, but like he's got a skinnier neck. He's got skinnier frame. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's still a big dude, but Jason Voorhees. Kane Hodder, that's 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 my faves. I um, uh... yeah, I'm trying. Like Kane Hodder and yeah, Part Seven, Jason, that body size frame was good. Mm-hmm. Jason X was good. Yeah, and honestly, I like the. Uh, I know some people, it, it's kind of polarizing, but uh, I like the uh, 2009 remake, Jason too. I, thought, I did too. I love that. Mm-hmm. I forget who played him, but was that, that Tyler Main? 
It might have been Tyler Mayne. I think it was Tyler Mayne. I don't know. But if it, again, Tyler Mayne's great. And he yeah. did awesome with Michael mm-hmm. Myers. That size is... He's good. Yeah. So, so uh, John, <laughs> Jason Rear's buddy... Uh, Spanky. I don't know his fucking name. He, uh, <laughs> oh, it's Spanky now. <laughs> he just showed his butt off to the mean, orderly. <laughs> got uh, got doped up, but in the process was able to swipe his key card, and they they have now made their escape out the mental institution. Here we have uh, Monica Kina looking all sleepy, and her dad giving her Hypnosil. 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 There's makes... a callback to the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yes. Yeah, That's so... the drug they use in, like, I think, 4 and 5 and all that to keep everybody loose, like, docile and yeah. not dreaming. Yeah. So put some Hypnosil in her orange juice. Or, no, I think it was to get them to go to sleep. Okay, yeah. That's why she's turning it down. Yeah, it was to get them well, to go to sleep. Yeah, but in this one, it has a different uh, function. The Hypnosil has an interesting function. Which I just wish to God there was better communication between the father and the daughter. Like, hey, look, you're having creepy ass dreams. This will take your dreams away. Just trust me on this. Yeah, I'm a fucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you answer. And yeah, a horrible I father. Just answer my own question right here. Uh, yeah, the uh, Nancy Thompson house is the house where also Jesse Wa- Jesse Walsh lived in supposedly in number two as well. And Lori Campbell now. So there's that. It's all coming apart again. So yeah, we see that the the dad and the sheriff are in cahoots and it's all coming apart again. So they're, you know, it's, it's a classic trope in horror movies where the parents are the fuck ups and the parents are like the villains in like a lot of Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street movies. Yeah, or just in horror movies in general. They don't believe the teens or the kids. Yeah. And the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are always like, we did this to protect you, but we are obviously the ones who yeah. fucked you up. And yeah. there's a red hat again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But speaking of the, your uh, KRGR call letters, yeah. apparently, I, for, I forgot that I had this in my, my notes here, that's also the same radio station call saying that Johnny Depp's character listened to before he died in the original no Nightmare on Elm Street. No shit, that's yeah. awesome. The Destiny Child chick. She is not a good actress. Um, she might be able to sing, but she cannot. Oh act yeah, well. yeah. The Destiny Child kid. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Um, it's like, how do we get the black market? Uh, Destiny <laughs> Child chick. There we go. Yeah. They're big at this time. Uh, speaking of Catherine Isabel, apparently Robert England was excited about her casting because he was apparently a big fan of the, the Ginger Snaps. Of Ginger series. Snaps, yeah. So Robert England is a fan. <laughs> I do like this, like, oh, Jesus, this this character. The uh, the Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Our, our skullcap, yes, beanie-wearing stoner guy. Which I believe he's referred to as Reefer. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, Reefer then. Okay. They just call him... Reefer, <laughs> yeah. It, Way to go, screenwriters! It's interesting to see. I mean, it's it's Jay, it's Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. It's Jay. There's no doubt about it. It's very interesting to see how culturally imp- how much of a cultural impact Jay and Silent Bob have made. Yeah, you know. 
Oh, okay. This is the scene somewhere. Locker hallway. Look for Evangeline Lily by a locker with a jacket with green sleeves. We might have already missed it. Oh, there. Green sleeves. Oh, green sleeves. There's yeah, she, that's definitely her. That's got to be her in the background there. Green sleeves. Yeah, you can tell. Like, even she's fa like like fuzzy and out of focus. You can still tell it's her. Yep. Interesting. Oh, move oh, your fucking head, Monica Kina. Now there, she's in there, focus. What is that, Snappy? That's Skippy? Spanky. Spanky? Yes, that's her. Oh, there that's it. Is. it. That's her. There, it hey, is. there she is. There she is. Oh, that's totally There's her. Wasp. <laughs> Interesting. Kate from Lost is in... Wasp from MCU. Kate from Lost. Wasp from MCU. Kate from Lost, Wasp. motherfucker. Wasp all the way. Oh, I don't know. I just I never got into Lost, man. I just I don't <laughs> never just didn't. Get, I tried. I got like it's two one of the half, biggest shows. I know. Decade, I got yeah. like two and a half seasons in. I was like, eh. like it ended like a piece of shit though. Just like just like any. I swear you should just stop after five seasons of anything. Every monumental show is going. Everybody's going to complain about the ending because the show is so Lost, <laughs> Sopranos, Game of Thrones. Nobody's ever going to be happy with the ending because they're ending. Period. You got to quit when you're ahead. That's the problem. You know. Hey, what are your kids doing? Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the nurse's office. Shh. <laughs> Why is she not in class? Yeah, and that's that's another thing. It's like I was a school nurse substitute for a while. I've I've done this. I've done this job. That's right, you were. I, 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 about I did that. that job for a while. Yeah, and. uh yeah, it's not like that. So kid, kid faints. First thing you do is you're gonna call their parents and be like, "Yeah, get your fucking kid out of here. I don't need this kid fainting on my watch." And yeah, their friends don't hang out. Be like, yeah, like why are their friends hanging out in the nurse office? They should be able to get the class unless they have a free period. I guess, but like, they get your ass to class. Here we have uh, Destiny's Child looking through the titties. Um, why are there titties? <laughs> that magazine would not be allowed in a school. I'm well, sorry. it's it's you know she's looking through a magazine about uh, like it's like a Vogue plastic surgery mat of something like that. I I, I do oh, like that. Freddie pops up, rips her nose off because she's talking about getting a nose job. Yeah, and I don't know why her nose is perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh oh um. We can try to keep up. I don't think we've missed any yet, but we can play a little drinking game while we do this. Oh, shit. We can take a drink every time Freddy says the word bitch. Ooh, we might be a few drinks behind. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think... I don't... I haven't heard any yet, but we've been talking a lot. But I don't... I don't know. We could take two drinks just to, for, you know... Just... The, the, the over-under. Just for the old... Just for old bitch sake. <laughs> All right, we're almost out of cider. Oh, well, there's beer in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, we're drinking a uh, hard cider. It's October. It's, it's good. October. It's good cider. Cider weather. It has been. It's been really chilly here lately. Oh, so I it love has it. been great cider weather. Yeah. All right. So Spanky and Ritter are in the school library now, I guess, being detectives. <laughs> because <when laughs> everything's I, on microfiche. Because yeah, my school library had microfilm of all the. Go to like the city library or something. Are they, are they in the school library? I thought they were still in the school. Like, no, they, they just showed him the run hallway. out. They just showed him, but they showed him run out. Oh, yeah, they're they're right. they're out. They're out of the they're out of the school. They must be at a public library now. All right. Oh, then never mind. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Things like, why would a school library have this shit? 
But here they look up. Uh, they're trying to find information on Freddy Krueger. And this library looks like a fucking World War II like fallout shelter. It's like a bunker. It yeah. looks like a bomb bunker. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, so they're kind of finding out why Freddy Krueger's been erased from the archives. Why well, can't we remember anything? You know, these two kids are in the hospital. Oh, look at that sweet van art. <sighs> but again, I, okay, I may, I'm confused and we missed him. It's been a long time, so for, for filling my blanks, I'm wrong. I get, I, okay, I get kind of Monica. Okay, she lives in the house, whatever. But why the fuck are these guys freaking about Freddy? Is, so, is he, like, what's the history of Freddy? It's not like they're from previous movies. No, it's not. And this is, this is part of the problem is that they're kind of just continuing with the lore unseen in the actual movie so spanky's brother uh killed like said said he's found in his tub with his wrist slit and you find out that it was kruger that killed him and he knew something about it he was he was starting to learn that it was freddy then you also find out that jason ritter he saw uh he witnessed a murder that freddy was killing some gal but it was he thought it was uh, his girlfriend's dad and so they're, they're starting to get... They, these two started to remember Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger's about to be remembered. Then they get put into the mental institution, given hypnosil so they don't dream, and the ergo making Freddy Krueger go away because no one remembers him. But now they got out, and they're on the run and trying to remember where they were. All right. Hence giving more energy back to Freddy Krueger. Right. Again, see, that's what I'm saying. So, like The premise is cool, but there's something like... Like I said, these, this part where it's like, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little sloppy. Um... I wish they would have. Uh... Oh, oh, now we're in the rave. Rave this in the cornfield. This is I where believe. they go to the rave scene. And they're all wear- waving around uh, glow sticks that aren't glowing. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're glow sticks that have passed their prime. I don't know. I guess I, I I remember liking this scene though. I like that idea, yeah. of, like the college party in the cornfield, because that's stuff like shit. I know I did. Uh, I mean, we didn't wear in cornfield. We we're like on like sand dunes and stuff by the river, but. Or we had the uh, sorority had a barn like the Kyle barn. I do love party. how they how they treat the nerd. It's like drink, nerd, drink, drink. instead of like giving a wedgie or not. Yeah, you're like, like drink. Hey, you better party, motherfucker. <laughs> but I always remember this thing because yeah, this is like one of the first like massacre scenes. Like, Jay, like yeah, Jason yeah, shows yeah. Up so this. this is this is pretty famous scene in uh, Freddy vs Jason is the the cornfield rave scene um, in high school. Dude, when we were in high school, raves were a thing. Raves were going on. I never, yeah. I ne- and I was friends with a lot of ravers, but I never went to a rave. Yeah, I, I guess I've never been to an official quote unquote rave. rave. Like, yeah. To be perfectly honest, I really I, regret that. I like really techno wish. Techno music, people yeah, dropping yeah, ass, yeah. weird ass costumes. Yeah, shit, like, yeah, yeah. I've never did that. I, I just always thought, yeah, I never did it, but I just always assumed that was more like. The shit you saw in the movies, that's just like mo- big city movie rave shit. That's just like, does it go Louis on St. Louis? St. Louis is a decent right, sized like, city. Right, but like in our school, like nobody was doing that. Like, no, I never heard like, dude, the big rave this weekend. Like, it was like, we were like 18. We shouldn't have been drinking anyway. We were like, okay, whose house can we sneak around and drink at this weekend? It wasn't like, dude, we're going to the fucking rave. Like, it, sh- it was like, we had to sneak around and do it. Like, yeah, well, at least I, in high school. And in college, different. But well, even college, there's no raves going on. You remember some of, like, you remember like, Katie, Lillian, yeah. Christina, all those people that we hung out with in high school, they were rave people. I just never went to the raves. Yeah, I never went to the raves either. I probably wouldn't have done it in high school. That probably wasn't my thing. But I think in college, I probably would be like, all right, let's check it out. I got to be perfectly honest. I think I was a little intimidated and a little scared. Yeah. Uh, pr- I probably would have been a little more of the drugs at the time because I was not a big drug, especially like acid, LSD, stuff that. 
We know, but the other fellas are like, yeah, I might not have done it, but I would have, I still would have at least been interested. Mm-hmm. Another reason I don't think I was that big into raves is because I didn't like the music. Like, fuck techno music. <laughs> I don't want to be around this thing blast like, <laughs> for like six hours or whatever. I'm like, like that sucks, but I was like, eh, okay, just if, get if, drunk. If, and... if, it's, if it's music like you just imitated, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about this, like, holding back a sneeze. <laughs> Sorry. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> so she meets up with uh, Jason Ritter like, you got out. You're you're here. Oh, wow. And what's their connection? That's her ex-boyfriend. Oh, ex-boyfriend. And okay. he moved away and never wrote, never. She doesn't ah. know anything about it. He ghosted her. He, well, the thing is, he went in the mental institution. He goes, you never got my letters? He's been writing her letters, but they never sent her to her. Or the parents you were know, keeping them. They, they haven't seen each other in years, and they finally reconnect, and... You know, they're talking, and then... Excuse me. Oh, yeah, he says, it was your dad that killed your mom. What is going on with you? <laughs> yeah, hey, guys. We, you just now... Fuck it. You Drink seen, a beer and just go brave. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen each other in four years. You're finding all this information about how they've like, been withholding your I record. love this dude right there. No, no, that guy covered in like glow sticks, glow sticks, long like de- duster jacket, and just like oh, plastered. Like, but it's like we haven't seen you in so long. Oh my god, we're connecting. Oh, we there's so much that can be answered. Hey guys, fuck that. Let's dance. Let's dance. And they're like, okay, have a beer and dance. All right, it's where I see Ginger Snaps goes out in the cornfield and she sees the dead body of her boyfriend going, "Come on, let's fuck in the woods." What do you think? <laughs> Don't make me ask twice. But you can clearly see his head was being held up by an arm. Like, yeah. like there's no surprise that you can clearly see it was a severed head. But I do like how she's, she's like, like, okay, okay, I'll go fucking. <laughs> like she's not tripping on ass or anything like this time. She's just got a beer in her hand, but it, you can clearly see somebody standing behind a severed, holding up a severed head. Like they did a shitty job of masking that one. <laughs> and she falls for it and goes off. She's like, oh, dang. Where is that wiener at? <laughs> wiener hunter. Now, here's the question. Is she asleep right now? Did she just pass out and this is part of the dream? Yeah. Hence, yeah that's, that's the one thing my yeah. mind is there. But I'm thinking, yeah. But that's actually one of the fun at things. At this part, it's a silo. No silos of boiler room. So, yeah. yeah. She, at this point, yeah. she's She's got to be passed out somewhere, and this is a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's she is now in the boiler room. Oh, the, oh, the old face through yeah, the... Yeah, that, now, now we cut here. to her passed out in the cornfield. With much smaller titties than we saw in the shower. You're right. And then your favorite raver. There's <laughs> Mr. Raver. He's like, oh, I'm going to rape me some bitches right now. <laughs> what a fucking scumbag. And that's another oh. reason why raves are oh, shit. No, why, why I was always terrified of going to raves. I didn't want to get raped. I didn't want to get by raped. man wearing glow sticks. <laughs> man with the glow stick earrings. Platinum blonde hair and glow stick earrings. <laughs> oh, what a douchebag. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I did. I did, honestly, I remember one, first of my one reason why I like this movie so much is I loved. I did just. Think, I really liked the cast. Like, I, especially because I was a big fan of, like I said, Monica Kina, and I like Catherine Isabel. I thought they were like just so hot. I'm like, I could watch these girls like this movie all day. You seem to get girl crushes on uh, actresses. 
sometimes. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'll admit it. Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly. I just watched... Uh, shit. I was watching another horror movie, and there was a girl, and I was like, holy fuck, this girl's insane. Oh! I know. I'm not going to spoil it because I think we're going to be doing it coming up, so I want to keep it on down low. But we'll be hopefully we'll be talking about this girl again. Hmm. But I'm like, holy fuck, I want to see her in some more movies. Oh, oh. that stunt woman! That's she a fall. Falls off. The I just applaud that stunt. That was a hell. Oh, of a fall. here's here's. Oh, I'm gonna lick your a, neck. Here's a glow stick rape man. Glow stick raper. <laughs> just crack shake for fun. He's oh. going to crack shake her for fun. I know. He's <laughs> so gross. He's going like, to make her treat my dick like a glow stick. <laughs> crack shake for fun. <laughs> Watch it light up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So Ginger Snaps is trying to hide in the locker. Does that ever really work? Good. Obviously, it didn't work in um, Hello, Mary Lou. No, it did two. not. No. Boom. Womp, womp, loop, bop. Bop, bam, boom. I think that was our uh, our, our unanimous favorite kill. Oh, for it was a one. great kill. It was a great kill. Yeah, she hides in there for two seconds. It's like, like, you I'm know gonna, what? This is a bad this idea. Is, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm going to get bad. out of here. I should probably leave. <laughs> no, doesn't matter. Kruger's on to her. Hang upside down like a vampire. About to kill her, but he gets blood splattered in the face. She's bleeding from the chest. Her chest just erupts. We cut it. back to reality, and Jason Oh, Borges. look at that. And there goes date, ra date he's, rape raver. He's impaled both the raver and Ginger Snaps through the chest and then tosses the raver out. Like, what the fuck did he impale her with? Like you want to think that thing was like eight feet long or ten feet well, tall. Well, they showed him break it off earlier. Was, I missed. I thought yeah, I was looking no. away, but God, what the fuck was that? It's a so piece it's, of like farming equipment. It's like a pipe or something that he broke off. That's a giant ass pipe. Yeah. I do like these two stoners, these football stoners. I just hate Jason's head here. Look how skinny and yeah. weird. It doesn't look. Yeah. He's tall, but yeah, you're right. His head just does not look intimidating. And maybe it's the mask too. The mask is too rounded. Too, I don't know. Plus, for, I, I, do, I do like this guy. You know, for you know, and all the other horror, not horror, but, uh, Friday Thirteenth movies. One thing they were always very good about was the continuity with the mask. Yes. Oh, beautiful. You know, and this mask doesn't have it. No. Like the the axe chop from Part Four isn't there in this mask. Like you're so right. The yeah. Continuity. Yeah. If this is supposed to take place. I do like he throws Everclear on him and instantly has a tiki torch. Yeah. <laughs> now this stunt. This stunt where the man is. Jason is on fire, walking around. Is being done by Glenn Ennis. So Glenn Ennis, friend of the show, Glenn Ennis, friend of the show, Glenn Ennis. Uh, here's a little fun fact, or here's a little. Oh, I guess a plug, I should say. Glenn Ennis plug. is going to be at Cosmic Comics in Belleville, Illinois, November second. Yes. So. So yeah, check it out, man. Uh, if you're in the St. Louis area, you get a chance to meet Glenn Ennis. Glenn Ennis was also uh, Colossus in the Deadpool movies. Yes, he was. And he was the Bear and the Revenant. He's the Bear and the Revenant. He's Jason and Jason. He's one, one of the one Jasons and Jason. But Richmond. this is not the only. He, he does this scene and he does some other stuff with Jason yeah. work throughout this movie. Flaming machete through the corn, through the heart. <laughs> mouth blood. Like mouth blood. Out comes... Flaming, flaming Jason. Now, is Flaming Jason a character in the Xbox game? No. Right? Oh. So, not this one, but technically you could almost argue that this Tom Savini J special pre-order Jason is sort of Flaming Jason. Hmm. 
He's Jason from Hell, and he's like on kind of on fire. He's burned. He's got like. I am glad that they put Jason out because I was like, well, he can't be on fire for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Party foul, dude. Party foul. <laughs> All right, this is where uh, Monica Kina and Jason yeah. Ritter find uh, Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps dead in the cornfield, and, and Jason, Jason just like going him. to town, slashing down ravers. They just killed Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> he found a man killed. <laughs> he found Waldo. So the, the, they all escape in the party van. And Reefer's just smoking the weed still. Passing nope. his doobie around to the nerd. Okay, so so who, are, who are our surviving characters here? We, we have, have the nerd. We have the nerd who has a crush on Monica Kina. We have Reefer. We have Destiny's Child. We have Spanky. He's out there somewhere. Jason, we have Jason, Jason Ritter. Ritter and Monica Kina. Yeah. So we have six people left. Yeah, I was always disappointed when uh, when Ginger Snaps got killed so early. Yeah, I was like, no, like, why can't it be fucking Kelly Rowland? Fuck her. Nah, you got to keep her uh, later into the movie. I don't know. Well, Connie okay. And again, they're like, no cops, no cops. Don't I know, I know. What I'm like, I, I was about to say, like, why are they like? We just saw like a massacre by Jason Voorhees, and like nobody goes to the cops. Yeah, I can, are you kidding me? No, I can kind of understand for the Jason Ritter character. Because he just escaped the mental institution. But that doesn't mean everyone else can't go to the cops. Yeah, like, okay, just, he doesn't have to go to the cops. But everybody else in that right. van should be like, we're going to cops. You just right. stay in the van. Right. You know, like, don't go in. But also the fact that apparently nobody else at that rave in the called the cops. Like, no, all those hundreds of people. Like, really, <laughs> right. nobody ever yeah. calls. No, we saw them. a ton of people escaping. Yeah, you know. not all of them died. So there's right. like at least by a good 80 people. 90 people that get out of there, none of them call the cops either. <laughs> All right, you got to keep this party going because I got to pee. All right, well, we'll just take a quick break and we'll hit, we'll hit pause and uh, we'll come back in a moment. And we're back. And we're back! <laughs> <laughs> that actually is a shout out to Eek Channel, uh, Eek Channel Podcast. Uh, we're going to be interviewed by them on uh, November 18th. We're going to have an interview with each channel podcast. It's another podcast. They do some pretty good stuff out there. But whenever they come back from their movie, they go, and we're back. It's pretty funny. So back to uh, Jason versus Freddy. Uh, yeah. Monica Kina's dad <laughs> just drug her out of a van. And now they're having a big uh, big dick contest between ex-boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. Boyfriend yeah. Slash. Listen to me. Your dad's bad. Don't listen to him. I'm good. Dad's choking the shit out of this kid. I, with one hand. I think he's Jason in the skies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much, like, family dynamic here. Like, this domestic disturbance going on, you know? Even wealthy doctors are can be white trash sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to beat up my daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Monica King is like, hey, what happened to my mom? What? I want to see the autopsy report. I don't believe you. He's telling me mom was killed by you. And now he's like, yeah, I guess I worked there. Yeah, I guess I locked your boyfriend up for four years. Yeah. I'm a little shady. Here, take these pills. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what he's going to do in a minute here. Of course, he gets all creepy. He's like, starts talking like this. 
get some rest. Take these pills. Yeah, so They're fine. Go. Yeah, way, way to be trustworthy, Dad. <laughs> That's always my argument. My wife starts giving me a hard time. We'll talk about it in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that shit isn't going to so, work on a teenager. Yeah, so mine does the old teenager run to the room, lock the door thing. But yeah, her window's wide open in a thunderstorm. And she runs down the lattice work. Yeah. I do love watching those boobies in this white. Oh, I, I, I gotta, gotta say, rain. Monica Keena's got two good things working for her, yeah. and it's those titties. That's why I get like, how is she? How is she not like a bigger horror movie star? Like, I mean, it very well could have been her choice, you I know, guess, not yeah. to do it. But boy, what a what a waste of a. Like, possible horror career. Yeah. You know? I mean, yes, we oogle at her boobs, but honestly, she's pretty decent. She's, she's a good, great looking she's a good girl. final she's girl kind of thing. I mean, just yeah. looks aside, but I'm just saying, you know, she's not bad. Yeah, she's not She's not a bad I mean, horror she's not actress. She's a terrible actress. I mean, let's say she's a good horror actress. Yeah. You know? And uh, Jason Ritter's kid, or J John Ritter's kid, Jason, picks her back up. And now they're in the fucking party van. <laughs> So uh, that Hitnestill, um, like Weston, they go to Weston Hills, which is the 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 a sane asylum yeah. in this movie. Mm -hmm. They look for the drug Hitnestill, get more Hitnestill. Hitnestill. Um, and it was first um, discovered that uh, that Neil Gordon, the character Neil Gordon, played by Craig Wasoon, discovered was being taken by Nancy Thompson uh, when they first met in Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Um, and Nancy was also the one who suggested that Weston Hills prescribe hypnosil to the patients in, in number three as well. Gotcha. So, so, so which again takes place in a mental hospital. I wonder if it's the same one. Honestly, I, I, I it would be kind of cool if it was. Probably is. We're just not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go back to number three and find that out. So Spanky. Oh yeah, yeah, back to Spanky. Spanky's having a dream. Kind of hears creepy noises coming from the bathroom. Yeah, this actor didn't do too bad of a job. I, I kind of like the actor and like his portrayal, but he's such a like throwaway character. Yeah. yeah. Wake aid. Yeah, he needs to try and stay awake. That sounds like a millennial music festival. Wake aid. Wake aid. Woke aid. Woke. Woke. Are you woke? Woke, woke aid. <laughs> You gotta he, get woke, man. <laughs> he drops his. He sees Freddy in the reflection, and he drops his one wake aid pill down the sink, and he's freaking out. Bro, go make some goddamn coffee. Do some <laughs> jumping jacks. You know, fucking run in place. Don't don't freak out so much. But apparently, it was enough for him to freak out so much that he's starting to see his dead brother in the tub. Blood everywhere. So he's he's definitely dreaming. So this is the first time in the movie we've seen Freddy actually be able to really catch somebody. He's he's getting strong enough. People are starting to know him. Ugh, snakes. Snakes! <laughs> are, are you a... Are you a I, I hate... I, uh, I have a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. You're a, you're a snake-phobe. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And it's weird, because like, when I was younger, I don't think I was, but like, it's, I something, don't... That, it's something that's like... Like developed in me over the last like I've years. I've known you my whole life. I don't remember you ever having a problem with snakes. Now, granted, we've never been around snakes, so I can't say one way or another. But it's not like something you've commonly said. 
So here, Spanky's trying to fight back against uh, Kruger, and he got poo smeared on his face somehow. Well, I guess Kruger's trying to get him to do something, because he keeps saying, I won't do it. Oh, he wants you it. to, you know, spread the word. Oh. Ah, somebody can call him bitch there. Never gotten a bitch yet. Spontaneous combustion. Yeah, though. so Sp Spanky in reality is burst into flames, and in the dream world, Freddy set him on fire. He seems to be awake there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's this is where the rules of uh, the dream world because he's obviously wide awake. Yeah, he looks at Monica Kina and Jason Ritter and says, help me. And then his face gets sliced open like and he's in the dream. Yeah, and his eyes are wide open. He's yeah, like, yeah. So it, you know, we're playing a little fast and loose with the dream world rules yeah. here. Yeah. I, I get it makes for good cinema, but at the same time, for us us nitpickers, yeah. if there's a nit, we're going to pick we're it. picking that shit. Pick that nit. <laughs> we're going to pick that nit. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's one of my nits to pick, Marshall. Yes. Well, it's a good nit to pick. If Thank you're going to you. pick a nit, that's, that's a good, a good nit to nit. pick. That's a good nit. <laughs> 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 okay, I drank a bunch of cider and I'm on a Bud Light, so yeah. I'm getting a, little, getting a little loose in the lips here. All the days when you get smoke inside a building, cops just like, Powers was like, fuck it, I'm smoking a cigar. Fuck yeah. Actually, it might not be Powers Booth now that I'm looking at it. No, never mind. That's not Powers Booth. What a great name, though. Yeah. Powers, but Booth? Like, it makes you think of, like, a powerful diner. Like, you're sitting in a booth at a <laughs> diner. <laughs> like, Power Booth. Power Booth! When you have to have your business meeting at a diner, this is the Power Booth. Powers Booth. <laughs> I always like when people point their cigar at people like it's a finger. Yeah. 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 I don't. I like cigars. I don't smoke enough of them. I like to smoke more cigars. I remember you were a big cigar guy. Yeah. I used to try to get you to go to the cigar you, bar all the time. Like, no, I don't want to no, smoke a cigar. I wasn't interested. Now I am. So, you know, if you want to go on another cigar date, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we have our survivors at somewhere in somebody's basement at the crash pad. Which again looks like a bunker. <laughs> somebody has a graffiti again, on another the wall. bunker. Again, I'm guessing it's Reefer's. Bunker. <laughs> Ritter's drinking a nice uh, twenty ounce Sprite. Yeah, Sprite and Coca Cola, and Coca -Cola. being featured, and marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and in comes Cool Cop, Deputy Cool Dude. <laughs> so he just broke and entered. <laughs> well, I guess he didn't break. He just entered. He just entered. So here is a uh, dead man on campus cop yep. coming by saying, hey, you kids, I believe you. Let's take down. I don't know why he's Southern all of a sudden. Yeah. Let's take down Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees together. Yeah, he thinks it's a copycat Jason Voorhees killer. Here's a fun fact. Did you know that in the year 1983 is the only year in the 80s when a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Friday the 13th film or a sequel was not released? I did know that. Oh, look at you. But our listeners may not have. That's look, a fun fact. That is a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Uh, also, fun fact, <laughs> this police officer <laughs> and these kids are having a great old time breaking down uh, Jason Voorhees' history. 
Uh, here's a funny thing about Jason Voorhees' history that may coincide with this movie. He's from New Jersey, right? Yeah. How did his fucking big ass get to Ohio? I know. I, that's another thing I think I was going to say. Dude, like, I don't. That's another thing I don't understand. This did movie. he like, hitchhike? Like, my here's my thing, and I don't know how they would justify this. He's in Ohio or New Jersey, but the dream world is its own maybe plane of existence that transcends boundaries. So did he somehow Freddy transport him through the dream world from New Jersey to Ohio where he gets pulled out of the dream world by, I don't know who, because I don't think any of the characters pulled Jason out. Freddy sure. brings him back somehow. Who would dream about Jason? Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't understand. Like, that's what they, how does Jason end up in a fucking Ohio? Like that's what they don't really explain. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so. clear how cause we see the night, the, yeah. the Nancy Thompson, the house. So we know, yeah, they're but in then Ohio. at some point, don't they, also say go to Crystal Lake and let oh, that's a good point because the end of this it ends at a lake like it might not be the Crystal Lake but do they tr- drive from I do a- like this part when she's dreaming and her dad tries to French her yeah oh that's freaky <laughs> nice. I don't know maybe we have to watch it but do they drive from Ohio to New Jersey I think they do they, yeah they drive to they, they drive to Crystal Lake at the end Oh, so we're the classic. You can pull Freddy out of the dream world if you grab onto him, but apparently he turns into maggots. Worms or, or his maggots ears, or his ears turn into maggots all gelatin? of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. Maggot jello. With the power of weed, man. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. You just gotta dumb. open your mind. You ain't woke, bro. <laughs> take these bong ribs, bro. Oh, the 2003 internet search engine. Yeah. <laughs> Super slow. And like just like in the two th- the movie now, cliche, like, we need like, the Google search in every movie. It's like, we need, how do they find some Google it. Yeah, well, hey, it's, <laughs> it's, that's reality now. But the yeah. thing is, now, they wouldn't even need a computer. They just, like, whip out your phone. Boom, 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 well, boom. It's, like the, it's like the laziest excuse in all screenwriting. Like, all movies, like, uh, we need it. How to explain something. Google. <laughs> but that's, it's true. That's how we find out all our shit now. It, it really is. I wish I need to go back and watch three now, just to just to see if by some chance this is supposed to be the same mental institution yeah, yeah, from yeah. The f- number three. I'm sure we could Google it. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is something I hated in this movie. Here, re- they they're breaking into the mental institution, and the dude's like, "Come on, man, weed break. Let's smoke some more weed." Fucking give me a break. Yeah, right, come on, you your priorities, dude. Give me a fucking break. And now he's like surprised at how good his weed is. He's like takes a puff. He's like, "Man, that's good weed, bitch! Isn't that your fucking weed? <laughs> Wouldn't you know?" Or is he that happy about smoking weed? He's like, "Man, that's great!" Every single time. Where's Reefer? Plus, yeah. he's with the cop. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. cops are being a little loose right now, but still, still like, uh, so you're a cop, dude. so stupid. So you see, Jason broke in. Smash the cop with the door. Door. Which I wish I would have saw. I wish I would have saw. I wish I would have saw that. This is a cool scene. This is creepy as hell. So we have all these weird bodies on gurneys with like 
air tubes tied to their they're, faces. Or so something. basically, they're on respirators. They're in a comatose state. Yeah, but again, like what hospital? This would not be real, right? Oh, absolutely they, not. Just like what the hell was this? Too much hypnosil put him in a comatose state. They're basically but, like in a fucking morgue. If, but some, if they're comatose, they'd be in like a hospital bed on respirators in a nice clean room. I mean, they're, they're just like throw them in the morgue. But I, dude, you're preaching the choir. But I still like that scene. I think <laughs> it looks pretty cool. I guess visually, yeah, it mm. looks. I guess, but it's, yeah, Creepy. It's like, there's yeah. no. Oh, here comes the uh, the caterpillar Freddy like stoner scene. Oh. I forgot about this. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This is like a throwback to... Uh, is Jason Goes to Hell? Is this the Jason Worm? <laughs> no, he takes a bong rip. Blows in his face. Actually, this is very Alice in Wonderland. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Whoa, dude. So he just takes... Caterpillar uh, Freddy he's, he's, takes a giant bong rip and blows it in the reaver's face. He and, him. and he's like, wait up, dude. That's <laughs> Marty. Again, bullshit weed shit. Like, nobody's... I've never smoked weed and hallucinated a giant Freddy caterpillar doing bong rips. This is the scene I like, though. So, Reefer goes in the room with all the people that were asleep. And they all have their eyes taped shut. And they're talking to him. They're trying to talk to him. And it's really creepy looking. The coma morgue? Yeah. One of them has blood sack soaked eyes. It looks pretty good. So they're... Yeah, they've, they've corrupted Reefer's mind. Where he uh, starts dumping the... He's... Oh, <laughs> forgot about this. So... Oh! Bad, oh! What the fuck? Bad, bad CGI Freddy worm. <laughs> jumps down Reefer's throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And what is, the is, fuck? is now possessing Reefer to dump the hypnosil down the drain. But now Jason just shows up and attacks cool cop and guy in security room. This is a lame ass death right here. This is actually. Yeah. So, we have Jason getting electrocuted. I did like that finish. The finish is good. Jason's getting electrocuted by when he hacked his machete into the security monitors. And he's getting electrocuted. He grabs the cop, which is also electrocuting him. Which is kind of lame. But yeah. but I did like he smashed his face into the That monitor. makeup effect there was pretty good. The post, yeah. the burns. Did he just shoot lightning out of his hand? No, he was getting shot. Well, Did he just pull like a, an emperor move? Did he just shoot <laughs> lightning? Amobonite. What the fuck is that? B more bullshit like Hypnosil. More, more, more bullshit? <laughs> Amobonite. Concentrate. And, wait, what the? Immobilite. It immobilizes you. I want some Amobonite. I bet that's what that shit is. It's probably going to be some kind of tranquilizer and immobile. That's exactly what it is. It's paralytic. Paralytic. Immobilite. All right. So Chase is on through the hospital. You, they're, they're running past Reefer, but Reefer, remember, is being controlled by Freddy Krueger. They're like, come on, Reefer. Oh, there's a bitch. Drink. There's a bitch, finally. <laughs> All right. 
So when Jay when when Reefer says that he's got Freddy's voice, here yeah. comes Jason. Stabs him with two syringes of the bullshit. Hip, hypnotic, immobilite. Yeah, but that kill is pretty good. That Slices him in fucking half. Cuts him in half. His Looks body good. spins. And he falls over. Excuse me. Sorry, that was in your ear holes. Pardon me. But yeah, Reefer goes down like a champ. Slice in half. Jason's boots are ridiculous. <laughs> they are like Frankenstein boots. Well, you're probably right. They're probably like platform. It's, it's giving him like two inches of height. And uh, yeah, Jason Voorhees is so now we're in, out for the count. He's in a he's he's now out cold. he's in Dream World. I think doesn't we go yes. to Jason's in the Dream World. So this Betsy Palmer, so Mama has two scenes now. Betsy Palmer's like, nope, too small for me. Or a guy had two, one scene, but okay, now she's got two. What the fuck was she expecting? A starring role? I think your first theory was about right, you know. It's, it's going to take a lot for her to get out of her, her lift chair. <laughs> so here Freddy's confronting Jason saying, hey... You know, I'm back. And he cuts the, off his fucking arm. The, the kids are scared of me again, so uh, I'm going to fucking kill you. I don't need you anymore. But then Jason starts fucking Freddy up. That's how his, his arms. arm just fucks him up. But since in the dream world, it really doesn't matter too much because Freddy grows his arms back. And gives him the jerk off motion? Gives him motion? a jerk off motion? Sure, why not? And then we have a great fight scene between the two here. And you know what? I am, I am pretty glad that... Uh, they give us a few fights between Jason and Freddy before yeah. the finale. They give a few, uh, you know, they the give us a... Up. I like the fact that they give us one in the dream world and one in reality. Yeah. You know, because you see the dream world It's like the fun. playoffs. You got to, you know, go to each other's home field. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This scene I liked, too. And Jason, yeah, Freddy using his magic powers to impale Jason with his own machete. So that scene where the three... Clips put the three uh, yes. plates put together, kind of form the new line. The new line, yep, exactly. Logo, yeah. Yep. Oh, he just pelvic thrust Jason. And this is where we get some of the fun, corny stuff that Jay that Freddy's kind of become. He's playing Jason like a pinball game. Yeah, and you actually hear the With pinball the sound effects. Sound. Tilt. I've told me to say bitch after that. Yeah. Tilt, bitch. And he's fucking Jason up. He's dropping the boiler down on him. But you know what? Boom. Jason should be used to this. He should be used to finding a telepath because he's already done it. <laughs> he has. He has experience in part seven. <laughs> he does. Tina. <laughs> I did like that. Why Still won't no you bitch? die? <laughs> That's the age-old question everybody wants to know. So you can see Freddy's kind of getting frustrated because he's beating the brakes off Jason, but he just won't uh -oh, quit. Uh-oh, the water, though. The water pipes are broke. Now it goes from red light to green light. And Jason gets all bitchy. 
Oh my god, I can't slice and through Jason's water. Jason's about to come down on Freddy, but there's water between them. And Freddy's looking at him like, what the fuck? And realizes Jason, for some reason in this movie, has a fear Even of water. Even though he's in water all the time! <laughs> How many times has he killed people in the lake? <sighs> And this was something that I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, I kind of see what they're doing. I, I but, get it. Yeah, but but he's in water all the time in these movies. It's just so much canon that he has been a like an aquatic yeah. kind of connected killer. So many people he's killed in the lake. They have to go skate him, and he kills him in the lake. Number seven, he went in, got one of the girls, drug her straight down. Yeah, you know, and um, he's done several times. Number eight, he's, and number eight, he's in he's the water. In the like, water, all half the half movie. movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, the guy is quite a, an aquatic. Exp you know, he reminds me of Michael Phelps. He's yeah. the Michael Phelps <laughs> of serial killers. So, I mean, I. I get maybe maybe and hey let's let's just let's play the devil's advocate maybe in the dream world oh now thing, it's baby Jason the yeah, thing like I eight the thing that killed Jason maybe he's exploiting that I do like that Severed mommy said yeah and another fact I know it's not like canon but. Both Friday Thirteenth video games, Jason's in the water all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it, I, I gotta say, I don't, I don't hate it. But at the same time, because I, I understand, I, I kind of like, I actually kind of like the Jason hates water and, and Freddy hates fire kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah, but it's it's the dueling element. Yeah, it's just tough to get into considering how much we've seen Jason Voorhees in the water. In the yeah, water. exactly. Yeah. I I get it too. Yeah. Like, even here. There he is. He's, <laughs> They're showing him going back to his little hut. He's his, walking through water. His little hidey hut. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's like a small island. Yeah, which, yeah, he's upgraded from the shack in number two to now he's got his own little island. He's got his own private island. <laughs> Much nicer, too. He's got that real bed, real walls, not just a wooden run Yeah, he's shack. got doors. He's got a closet that he keeps his uh, floating corpses in. Float, floating corpses, yeah. Was that a tit? Did we just see a tit? It was a tit. Okay. We, we got a titty. We got titty. Titty alert. Titty is spotted. <laughs> so is this so, where they're driving? This, this, this is where they, they're driving to Crystal Lake. I don't know so how... So they basically drove from, in a matter of like five minutes, ten minutes, maybe twenty film time. Not, not real time, but... They've driven Film from time. Ohio to New Jersey in a matter of like 20 minutes. And yet they keep, and they have enough of this weird ass medicine to keep pumping Jason full. Oh, of and here's, here's the argument now is that they're going to, they gave Monica Kina an injection of Hypnosil. Hypnosil, yeah. So she can go to sleep and wake up. In and, Jason's and dream? To, to grab Freddy Krueger and bring him into reality. And then so, so, so Jason can kill Freddy. Yeah, but now that's that their, that's their plan. Okay, okay, no. All right, here's Crystal Lake. Maybe this is the lake they're talking about. Maybe they never actually drive New Jersey. It's this Crystal Lake that was used in X-Men 2, I bet. Gorgeous. Yeah, I bet this is the one they're talking. They, they probably don't actually drive to New Jersey. It's just this flashback. And that bag is supposed to be a reference to him. Oh, nice. JC yeah, yeah, two. yeah. Dude, these counselors know how to party. Yeah, they do. Right in front of, like, fuck all these kids right just, now. We're just going to bone right in front of all these 12-year-olds. 
I do like There's how it titties. cuts to Freddy being the one that bangs her and he makes the dead body wave. <laughs> Granted, they do have some chains around Jason's legs, but he's basically restrained with duct tape. Like, really? <laughs> duct tape? Duct tape works pretty well. Not on Jason. Come on, it's Jason. It's true. I'd want something a little more. You better, hefty. Get, to, you better get some more of those fucking chains. I do like seeing the 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 way that that Jason Voorhees died. I wish he was a little further away from the dock. But yeah, I mean, easily he could just grab the dock. Yeah, right there. yeah. I mean, it's it's a dream reenactment. So right. But still, it's kind of cool to see that he was being bullied and the kids pushed him in the water, and the counselors. I will say they kept the uh, Jason's young Jason's. Deformed face. It's very pretty, similar. Very consistent to what yes. we saw in the Ari Lehman yes. first one. Yes, it, it, they do a very good job. So now of Jason's doing that. like bleeding water out of his it's, mask, which is fucking weird. Well, you know, in the, the whenever Freddy kills somebody in their dreams, that something happens, that's something manifests. True. That's true. So they're kind of keeping with that. Uh, and they say thing, that's a weird thing to keep. They kept his face the same but they didn't they said fuck the mask continuity on this one yeah which is strange but here's the funny thing they're saying jason's drowning he's having he's looks like he's going down he needs mouth to mouth no. resuscitation <laughs> the undead zombie killing machine suddenly needs mouth to mouth no why don't they just like roll him onto his side right like wouldn't that just make this roll him onto his take the mask off his face and roll, roll him onto his, his side, side. <laughs> he's fine it's so dumb. Yeah, it's I never, so dumb. Until now, I never really thought about how stupid, it's how fucking so retarded dumb. this is. This scene is so dumb. <laughs> Roll him on his side, dummies. <laughs> He's just puking up water. Uh, it's it's so it's, much blue light. It's too. kind it of it hard. To, kind I, I don't of, like the light in this scene well, at it's, all. It's black. Oh. It's black light, baby. It's party van. Oh, and the van just went off the road, flipping, rolling. Rumbling, bumbling, dumbling. Are you Chris Bergman? Yeah, that's my Chris Bergman. I hate that fucker, but yeah. I think you secretly like him. And there, Jason's went flying out the fucking... He's awake now. He is not... Not happy. This is a great shot. Like a fucking dolphin. Yeah, it comes leaping out of that water. Mm -hmm. That is an awesome shot. That is such a cool shot. Yeah. And he looks very demonic right there. Yeah, this this... It's probably some of the best Freddy Krueger stuff. Yeah, he, he looks, looks he was super demonic there, like insanely like crazier and scarier than him know. shooting out of the lake. Yeah. Well that, they changed the makeup too. He does the look cool pose when he lands the red lighting, he looks more demonic. He looks fucking Wait a minute, evil. hold on a second. Crystal They are driving to fucking Crystal Lake. Yeah, that's what we already established. Yeah, that. But I thought, okay, I there's no fucking way they drive from New Jersey to, or from Ohio, New Jersey in like 20 minutes. I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely not 20. It's 20 minutes movie time. I'm kind of curious. No, it's only like five minutes movie time, but still, that's that's hours and hours. One would think. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how far Ohio to. <laughs> I think you get from here to Niagara Falls, from St. Louis, Niagara, I think 12 hours. And that's New York. So New Jersey on the other side of New York, and it's not... I'm saying it's at least a six-hour drive because you got to go through Ohio, through Pennsylvania. I mean, I'm saying it's at least five, six-hour drive. All right, from the center of Ohio, let's just say the center of Ohio, Good. Good right? Enough. Yeah, center. To New Jersey, 
is an eight hour and thirty minute drive. There you go. Eight hours. I was I undercut. It's so eight let's hours. let's let's say they're on eastern Ohio, right? That's still gonna be So it must knock it down two hours. Let's, let's, let's just call hours. it let's just even call it four. Let's just say four hours. That's a four hour drive still. And you're telling me they had enough drugs to keep Jason sedated and just for four hours? Yeah, Monica Kini's boobies are getting all sliced up. That's a shame. Save the titties. That's Save, what he's doing. Exactly. He's like, Save them titties. They are some great looking titties. All right. So we, Jason found his way <laughs> to them after getting ejected from the van. Yeah. Comes in to kill the kill those kill the those, kids. those rascally kids, those snooping kids. Very I'm gonna hit him with a pot. They even hit me. Just shoved it at him. Yeah, hit, hit that fucking Destiny Child. I do love that. The Destiny Child chick, I gotta give her credit. She is, she's tried. <laughs> she tried, yes. But man, he bitch slapped the hell out of her across the room. And we cut back to Monica Kita dreaming, and Freddy Krueger's getting all rapey and creepy. Giving her, he's like sniffing her, running his claws up her skirt. This, this kind of stuff makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, very patriotic yeah, uh, charge with the American flag. Back to Jason. Nerd is stabbing him over and over with the American flag. <laughs> he gets mollywopped across the room, and they kind of focus in on a. Oh yeah! And by the way, the room's on fire too. Yeah, he didn't mention that. It's on fire. They focus on like a coat hanger or some sort of like a plant hanger that's sticking out from the side that he got he he got hit by. So. Monica Kina wakes finally up. wakes up and pulls Freddy into reality, and Freddy's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna do in reality. The room's on fire, and Jason's gonna kick my ass." <laughs> and he looks fucking scared. It's great. Robert England fucking kills it. And here we go. Here's the the big battle. Man, they beat the hell out of each other. I do love this scene. Yeah, that <sighs> drag him through the window, like a wall. You smash him through the windows, just run him down From all the windows, those windows to the walls. <laughs> sweat running <laughs> no, down Jason's, Jason's balls. <laughs> and he's just tossing Freddy around. Oh. Call back to number seven, the roof. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the same thing. A fiery roof just collapsed like his yeah, we cut to the nerd. Lot of seven, tell, tell, can you use yeah, battles and yeah. fire? That's why seven is underrated. Yeah, yeah. Everyone says number six is great, and don't go wrong. Number six is fucking fantastic, but I think people shouldn't overlook number seven. Uh, the ending's fun, but yeah, yeah. Here's but, uh, we, we talked about number seven in the last watch. One of last watch. Yeah, one, it was. And how how just butchered, just unfairly butchered that movie was when it came to the kills NBA, and the ratings yeah. and just screwed it out of what Desi's being child's like, hey, let's go. We're going to be fine. He's like, and don't. And the nerd's like, don't worry, baby. Don't worry. I'll be fine. You go get help. The nerd's like doing this like studly, manly, like, I'll be fine. You go find help. And he, dies he, just dies. he just dies. And it's like this heroic death that he dies for this character that's very minor. Yeah. They show him bleeding buckets <laughs> out of his back. Kind of feel bad for that guy. I just wish he actually had a better death. Yeah, it's not a bad death, but it's like it's a heroic death for a minor character. This scene right here, I got some trivia on. 
So here we have Destiny's Child calling out Freddy. Wah, wah. <laughs> How sweet dark meat. Because eh, she's black. Waka waka. So l- listen in here, Moon Goons. Faggot! Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. Is that she. Is that improvised or something? Yes. This is, and, and so a lot of people who are the original screenwriters and people who wrote this, as well as Robert England and other people, like, because they said. You know, just ad libs and stuff right here, and she starts like dropping. There's two. There's two stories. There's two stories. Is that she was dropping like a whole bunch of race, like not racist stuff, but like you got a small dick, you're a faggot, blah blah. blah. And a lot of people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But the director's like, no, it's fine, just keep it. Yeah. You know, they're like this, and like a lot of screenwriters were pissed about this. The other story is that it was. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry, but Jay just comes out nowhere and smacks up fuck out of her and she goes flying the other story is that the director wrote it like just told her to do it yeah you know so but it's 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 unclear but what is clear is that the original screenwriters did not like the homophobia the you know the, the it, it was just it made them very uncomfortable they did not like that and honestly 2003 that's that's pretty late in the game for people who saying that kind of stuff you know like yeah it really is like that's that's when a lot of you know Gay rights were very active and stuff like that. So, you know, trying to use, you know, faggot as a derogatory term and, you know. Say that, afraid dropping elbows and. Yeah, but it was very interesting. But, yes, the fight between Freddy and Jason he's, here. Man, he's kicking it. He's, he's doing, like, kung high, fu kicks. He's fucking Chuck Norris high kicks. And oh, this is where he starts launching. Launching uh, uh, high oxygen tanks at, like as missiles. <laughs> Man, the torpedoes, Freddy, indeed. Isn't that like a name of some like famous album or something? What's that? Man, the torpedoes. Could. That was like a famous album or something. Maybe a Tom Petty one. I don't know. Well, I have no idea. Pink Floyd. I don't know. I don't think Pink Floyd. Anyway, I'm, I wasn't a big Pink Floyd. Neither am I. I think they're incredibly overrated. I don't think that. I just. Ugh. I do love this. This is one of my favorite scenes. All the rebarb comes yeah. falling down into him. Ugh, that's great. You see all the spot. It's fantastic. It's a, this, like, this giant like pin wrecking like, like it's, it's, it's a concrete is. mixer. Make, okay, thank you. I was trying to figure yeah, out but it's it's like is. it's like on a rope to move it from side to side so it's they can roll. It's basically a wrecking ball. It, yeah, it, but now it's it's being basically used as a wrecking ball. Yeah, it's pinballing around this thing at, while Jason's just impaled on these rebarb. And, and it looks like he's about to get... It's about to be curtains for him. Smashed by a minecart now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Freddy looks really upset by this. God damn it. And Freddy gets knocked off the platform from the... He gets the, caught on the sweet concrete mixer. This is a great visual scene. Yeah. And unfortunately for the audio listeners only. Yeah, you can't you can't appreciate how ridiculous this scene is. And then Jason finally gets free to the rebarb and back to the back to fighting.
And this is where you have the more nimble, quick Freddy versus the more lumbering, strong Jason. Oh, well, is that way too in the, in the Yeah. Now watch how far oh, this Jesus. the minecart rolls down and knocks him all the way back all to the, the lake. Oh, the dock. Jesus Christ. That's like <laughs> 300 feet. I know. It's like <laughs> at least a football field. At least a football field away. I mean, you can kind of see the background, but even the angle is wrong. But that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. And this is where it looks like Jason's getting the upper hand, slicing and dicing Freddy Krueger. I want to say Glenn Ennis had some stories about this scene, too. He did. If you, now, if if you want to listen to those, go back and check out our interview with Glenn Ennis back in our archive episode. Yes, there's, a, there's, a, there's one where he gets thrown into the lake, where Glenn Ennis is probably playing a lot of these shots here. Glenn Ennis gets thrown into the lake, and he gets, he gets submerged in the lake, but when he comes up, the mask that he's wearing is, is filled with water, and he can't breathe. So they're like, okay, cut. No, he's trying to freak. He's starting to freak out trying to get the mask off. And people are like, what's going on? What's going on? He almost drowned yeah. because the mask was full of water. <laughs> he couldn't breathe. Well, that's the fact. They also, like, he, during the Oz's scene, like, he sees you out a little bit. He said, like, you know, he's just got all these. It was very hard for him to move because he had, like, all these, like, the blood to all these tubes going off yeah. his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for him to be spurting, the spurting blood and everything. Yeah. Because there's so tons of blood spurts. Yeah. Every slice and hack you see, there's blood shooting out everywhere. Oh, Freddy with well, the two fingers and the eye holes. Yeah, according to the director, Ryan Yu, the special effects team used 300 gallons of fake blood for this movie. That's so a lot. That's a, that explains some of it right there. There comes Monica Keenan and her perky tats running in slow motion uh, to uh, set, set Freddy, the set the yeah. dock on fire. Go to hell. Been there, done that. <laughs> Jason's, I think, punched through Freddy's stomach or something. Well, that's a classic Jason yeah, move. Yeah, it is. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I didn't see the full thing because of the lighting, but sets the propane tanks on fire. Which I get you on because of the explosion, but they're pretty far away from the tanks, really. They, they are. But I do love Jason ripping off Freddy's own arm. As Jason stabs Freddy. Freddy as Jay Freddy stabs Jason in the heart. With his own machete. It's very bloody, very gory. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. They're... This is great. It really is. Jump! <laughs> jump in slow jump, motion! Jump into the water! <laughs> Anytime there's fire, you just jump in the water. And you're instantly safe. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about that once before. Yeah, I think we did too. True lies, they do it. Die Hard, they do it. Pretty much every action movie ever. And then it goes Jason and Frey flying off the dock on the force in, of the explosion in, into the lake. In, on, in on fire. full flames. On fire. Get flown into, thrown into the water. That may have been the scene that Jay, that uh, Glenn Ennis was talking about. Maybe. You now how he got thrown into the water. Yeah. Yeah. The dock's a wreck. Everything's on fire. Monica Keena and Jason Ritter climb up onto the dock. She has a tram stamp. I was about to say, that's a, that's a little... Well, a little side... A little side, side tram stamp. Side tram stamp. I'm digging it, though, for 2003. I, I, you know what? People I'm, people poo-poo the tram stamp. I, I don't care. I love the tram I'm stamp. I'm a fan. I am a fan, too, man. I won't lie. I bring, love the tram stamp. Bring back the tram stamp. Hell, fuck yeah. You know who has a great tram stamp? Our friend, oh, Cincinnati Jeff, the Abba Tramp Stamp of Here Comes the Spooky Podcast. Yeah, yeah, give him a listen. 
So Jason's up, standing over. Oh, is it Jason? Machete, or is it? I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, it's no, Freddy. it's Freddy. Freddy with one arm. He's got the machete. It looks like he's got him dead to rights. And here comes Jason. Stabs Freddy through the chest with his own severed arm. <laughs> and then and falls, falls into, back into, into the, the lake. lake. So here's my question. By the well, way, we got to hold that machete. Yes, we did. I actually got stabbed from the machete. <laughs> I do love seeing Freddy's own glove plunge through his chest. It's pretty great. So Monica Kina picks up the machete now. Say something cool, Monica Kina. Well, there's a bitch. It wasn't Freddy saying it, but there's a bitch. Welcome to my world, bitch. And cuts Freddy's head off. Uh, with the very dull-looking machete, by the way. I just, I never liked the machete in this one. It's I so rounded. I, I don't like the machete in this one either. It's so rounded. So, yeah. So, Freddy's severed head sinks down into the lake. Down into Crystal Lake. Into the Crystal Lake. Here's my question, all right? We've seen time and time and time and time again, Jason Voorhees just get the shit beat out of him. Well, he just closed his eye, and now he's sinking to the bottom of the lake. Well, yeah, I mean... Is there a point where you can just beat him to death? Because that's basically <laughs> what they did. They just beat him up enough and roughed him up enough, and I would keep that fucking yeah, machete. Yeah, I would have kept that machete, too. Bitch. Like, oh, I'm keeping this. <laughs> yeah, we see Jason sink back into the black waters of Crystal Lake, and she tosses the machete in. Hell no! I would keep that machete and be like, this is going on my fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would... All right, so next So we morning, fade to black. We yeah. cut to a foggy... It's, it's the smoke from the explosion flowing over the lake the next morning. Even though the explosion wasn't that big, like, the, when we, they walk away, there's a few fires here and there. It's not like it's a raging fire. We see Jason emerge from the lake. Yeah. So this would be the Glen Ennis shot we were talking about. It's kind of like jungle music. It is. Yeah. He's got the machete in his hand. Looks a little sharper now. It does. Yeah, it's not as little, rounded. Yeah. And what's it in his hand? Oh, it's Freddy's head. He's carrying Freddy's decapitated head. Great shot. Yeah. Freddy looks at the camera, winks, blackout as Freddy laughs. Roll credits. Roll the credits. And... There Cue is. the butt rock. Cue the butt rock. Cue the Chimera, or Chimera, Army of Me. Is that they? Or is that Kill Switch Engage? Kill Switch Engage. Or is it Il, Il, Il Nino. Nino? Yeah, who knows? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who fucking knows? Anyway. There's, there's Freddy versus Jason. All right, so... You know what? I, I'm going to run through some of these list, list, last fic, um, facts of stuff I have about the film that... Uh, before we sign off, and then we'll, we'll make some closing comments that, uh, you know, before we sign off for tonight. But, um, of course, so, also, uh, Ken Kersenzinger, who played, was mostly Jason, had to go with some <laughs> dental work during filming, uh, but it would have taken too much time for him to remove his makeup and costume to reapply them. So, he, when he arrived at the dentist's office, he was dressed as Jason wait, wait. without the hockey mask. People were afraid he was an escaped psychopath, and they almost called the police on him. <laughs> uh According to Robert England, his Freddy maker was so thick that he couldn't tell how hot it was from the fires during the filming, the filming scenes. And when he when he got in to have his makeup removed, it had, it had bonded to his face from the heat from the fire. Damn. 
Yeah, that's pretty intense. Um, a sequel was planned but never materialized. Uh, Wildstorm a Publishing published a six-issue comics series in the late 2007, early 2008. Um, this added the Evil Dead Ash Williams Ash, to, yeah. to the mix. So, from what I understand, they were trying to include Ash in some way. For years, they've been trying to do that. Yeah. And there's even a hint of that in when uh, Jason goes to hell when they show the Necronomicon. Yeah, I don't... It's true. Yeah, it, 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 I they, know. They, they're, they're dropping little hints I, here, there. I know. And also in Evil Dead, they show uh, Evil Dead Two. Freddy Krueger's claw is there, hanging up in the shack. I haven't seen that forever. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, there's I there's nuggets throughout the both. I just remember when we did our live. Freddy goes to hell, part nine, as our live show. I remember part when we got to five star reviews. I remember talking about it, and one of the guys was like doing this whole conspiracy theory about how with Evil Dead and how Jason is really a, like a necrophile or necrophile dead eye or whatever the fuck they're called and like all this shit and like 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 come on dude it gets that's whatever but yeah i do like the idea of combining that though just just have some fun let's let's go crazy um okay so we were talking about that scene in the mental hospital where he's getting electrocuted well during that scene ken kinzer uh, revealed that during the filming that scene um the special the sparks landed on him and he actually legitimately caught on fire in, in, for real, in real life and had to, be, had to be extinguished during the filming of that scene. Yikes. Yeah. Um, during, uh, let's see, Brent Chapman plays Blake's father and uh, Kyle Labine, who plays Freeberg, uh, appeared in uh, Halloween 2002 Resurrection. So Kyle Labine, that's got to be the cop. Um, making the first actors to appear in a Freddy, a Jason, and a Michael Myers film. Cool. So there's that. Uh, according to this, Rob Zombie was offered a the yes. chance to direct it, but he turned it down to work on his uh, movie House of a Thousand Corpses. And supposedly Peter Jackson was also asked to uh, to direct, but obviously didn't. Now, Peter not. Jackson actually has got some pretty good horror chops. Um, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners know that he did uh, uh, Brain Dead or Dead Alive, yeah. as it's called here in the States, yeah. as well as The Frighteners. Yes. Um, he also did Meet the Feebles. I was about to say, you can't forget Meet the Feebles. Which is, which is a pretty fucked up weirdo. It's one of the most fucking movies I've ever seen. I kind of love it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this film marks, at the time, Robert England's official on-screen appearance, last on-screen appearance as, as Freddy, uh, although he would occasionally appear as a character at conventions and events. But in 2014, England officially retired from the role after appearing in full costume and makeup at an event marketed as his final portrayal of the character. Although I've heard rumors now that they're trying to get him maybe back to do one more run in a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, something like really? that. I've heard whispers. Well, of I've, that. I, I heard that uh, the West Craven Estate has now got the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street back. Well, there you go. So yeah, like because I know West Craven has passed away, but his estate, from what I understand, has reclaimed the rights or has been issued the rights back from uh, whoever had it before. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, following its release, Monica Keenan and e- Catherine Isabella had rather choice words about the film, with Keenan in particular saying that she thought the screenplay was terrible and that she was only really <laughs> signed on for the money and to raise her profile. Isabella's uh, problems were mostly due with the fact that she didn't get along with Ryan Yu who, but, and the whole nudity scene. So yeah, the guy, some, the guy sounds like he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Um, as a little girl, this is supposed to be real true. As a little girl, when Monica Keenan was younger, as a little girl... She had a fear of Freddy Krueger, which resulted in her school teachers thinking she was being abused at home because I guess she was Jesus. Like, yeah, something like that. So that's man, talk about therapy. Yeah, talk about full circle. Like convert. Like what? What they call it when you have to like face your fears, 
confrontation therapy, something like that. With like, say your uh, immersion therapy, therapy. not aversion, immersion, immersion. You're scared of pickles, and they make you hold a jar of pickles or something like that. Yeah, I don't know why I went pickles, but I don't know either. But yeah, I get it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Like I said, one of the stunt doubles. I think this was a scene in the boiler room where Jason's or when Freddy's jumping around. That's where Rey Mysterio was being used as a stunt double for all the jumping around. Yeah. So that's where this. Yeah. So I think that's where Mysterio was. Um, we talked about the bag over Jason's head in the flashback. Uh, in the early part of the movie, there's a goat in, in Blake's dream. Yes, yes. Well, that nightmare sequence is referenced to Tina's nightmare uh, involving a goat in the original Nightmare on Elm Street in 1984. Bringing back the goats. Yeah, bringing back the goats. <laughs> Weird. Uh, screenwriters Damien Shannon and Mark Schiff were immediately hired by New Line Cinema to write Friday the 13th, the 2009 remake. After this movie was completed, as the producers had been highly impressed with their knowledge of the franchise and their work on the script for this film. So this movie led to them getting hired for the remake in 2009. Nice. Nice. Um, when Lori is sedated, so she can bring Freddy out of Jason's dream in the back of the van, she mutters to Limerick, now I lay me down to sleep. This is a line used by Nancy in Nightmare Nelm, the original Nightmare yeah. Nancy when she entered her own dream world to face over the Freddy for the final time. If you're not, if you don't know that, then poop on you. Man, you're like tearing through these. Well, I'm trying to, you at know. At a lightning pace. Oh, you know, cut back on time. Um, the film, <laughs> filming on this movie lasted 53 days. Um, Ken, Kerzinger is the only actor besides King Hyder to have played Jason more than once. Uh, long before he took over the role of Jason from Hodder, Kerzinger wore the hockey mask when he doubled for Hodder in Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. He was also the stunt coordinator of that film, which we talked, kind of mentioned briefly at the beginning of the movie. Um, this movie was actually made into a big haunted house attraction at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights in 2015 in Orlando for the event's 25th anniversary. That sounds fucking tits. Yeah, that would have been really cool. That, that would have been fun to see. Um, well, we talk about trying to make this a game. We didn't, you missed a lot of the bitches. But apparently, the bitch counter for Freddy Krueger saying bitch in this movie is six times. So the bitch counter is at six. For Freddy, anyway. That's not too bad. That's, that's not too bad. That's pretty tame for a Freddy bitch count. It is. Uh, Jason Ritter's father, John Ritter, was in Bride of Chucky 1998, which was also directed by Ronnie Yu. Um, and, uh, he, he passed away right, right after that movie came out. Um, so there's a Ritter connection there. Uh, the body count for this movie is supposedly 24 people, hmm. which seems high cause I wasn't, I wasn't keeping count, but well, you gotta think about the, um, the slot in the cornfield. Yes. Yeah. That probably, that's, that's where we're going to see the, the biggest numbers accumulate. And suppose throughout the mo- whole movie's production, no one on the staff rise or anybody could decide who should win Freddie or Jason nor what the, to do with the remaining human characters. <laughs> they said they didn't know what to do with the endings. Like, uh, I guess we just end it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Which is kind of what happened. I mean, you, you never see any, what like an epilogue from Monica and, and Ritter. Yeah, you never find out what happens off. with them. They just go off and, you know, then we see Jason come out of the lake with Freddy's head. And, and then this ends. Yeah. I, I did like, though, from what I understand, and it may be in your trivia, because I know you probably still have some left Yeah, I got go. I got some big stuff left. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, I'll just let you go. And if you don't say it, I'll say it. Okay, fair enough. This is a long one. So this, I'm, this is a lot to read here, but it talks a lot about um, stuff at the end. And there's a lot of stuff going on. So just, I'm going to read all this. Bear with us. Okay. <laughs> Several endings were considered for the film. Originally shot was a scene in which Lori and Will begin to have sex for the first time. However, Will starts acting like a maniac and eventually spouts sprouts a Freddy Krueger claw and then proceeds to slash at Monica Kina. This was cut due to miserable test scores <laughs> in which the audience thought the acting was terrible and asked, does this mean Freddy won? Where's Jason? Is this a dream? Is Will turning evil and is now some sort of son of Freddy? 
Another ending was considered that had Freddie and Jason battling to the death on the dock. After the explosion, they end up... Okay, some of this are just... You're talking about how... I'm gonna, I'm sorry to go on, but you're talking about how you like the idea of Jason in court. The end, it, it just... Not in court, but it was, just follow it this so ending. weird, yeah. Just follow this fucking ending that he's talking about. Uh, okay, Jason battling to death on the dock. After the explosion, they end up in a fiery lake, and then something strange starts to happen. The water begins to move, churning, and the lake begins to drain. Within the water, there is a hole that has opened up at the bottom of the lake bed, glowing red. Freddy tries to swim away, even though they just said there's no water in the lake. But Jason puts a death lock on his ankle, and they're both dragged down. The next day, Crystal Lake is completely dry, and Lori is reunited with her father. Then they walk down into the dry lake. Uh, and into the dry lake, Dr. Campbell sees Freddy's claw on the ground, and he picks it up, vowing to destroy it for good. Then a red and green striped arm bursts through the earth, grabs Dr. Campbell's legs, and pulls him down. With one leg buried in the ground, he screams for Lori, but is yanked again, his other leg breaking against his chest at an impossible angle. Then he's gone. Lori claws at the dirt uh, for him screaming, and then there's a scene that takes place somewhere very dark. Freddy puts his claw back on his hand, sees Jason near him, machete gleaming. They go at each other, but then chains shoot out, slicing into both of them. They're separated, struggling to go at each other. But then from out of the darkness comes Pinhead and says, now what seems to be the problem? However, New Line Cinema didn't like that idea because they didn't like the fact that they had to buy the rights to use the character. And they thought Pinhead was too low rent. Ha ha ha! Then there was a similar ending considered in hell that involved a shot of Satan sitting high atop a stone throne, only eyes and the tips of two horns visible in the darkness. Below it, Freddy and Jason battle in a gladi- gladiator-style pit, but that, the idea, that idea was also dropped. There is another idea of a giant red hand coming out of Crystal Lake at the end of the film, grabbing Freddy and Jason in, a, in one enormous palm, and yanking them both down into hell, but that too was dumped. In the screen's fi- script's final draft, the epilogue ended with Freddy and Jason battling in a dark pit surrounded by the eyes of, the th- of a thousand dark demons and a million tortured souls. The writers wanted to suggest that the fight would continue on for all eternity, but that idea was also dropped. So those are all the possible endings. Now, these are scenes that I guess happened and were cut from the film. The following scenes recover from the film. An alternate opening scene which has Billy, a camper, telling Heather, a counselor, that he had a bad dream. He asks her to stay with him until he can fall asleep again, but she refuses and leaves. She goes skinny dipping, but hears something and gets scared, and so she runs back to the cabin. The door is locked. However, so she asks Billy to open it for her, but he gives her the finger. Part of the scene can be seen in the theatrical cut. Trey telling, and then, so that's one thing. And then Trey telling Gib that he that the sheets are properly filthy, so she should just pull back the comfort and the lie on top of it. A scene in the institution where the guard shines a flashlight into the patient's eyes to see if he'll react. Lori's father picking her up from the police station. Lori scratching paint off the door with her keys in a dream sequence. Gib at the school yelling, "Stop staring at me in the hallway." Okay, let me see if there's well, anything. You're just, you're just, yeah, you're just putting sentences together. I don't understand what's happening. Okay, sorry. You're just, you're kind of rambling here. <laughs> All right, a lot of these are just things that are Gib shouting at the school, "Stop yeah. staring at me in the hallway." Don't, don't care. Don't. Uh, care. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything that's actually like 
That was really crazy. Caesar, uh, yeah, because you, you, um, you were talking okay, there so for a minute, and I wasn't exactly Mark, understanding what was Mark, happening. I, maybe that's Spanky. I don't know. In a dream sequence, sees his brother commit suicide on his computer monitor. Yeah, that's monitor. Spanky. Yeah. Uh, Mark throwing up eels was cut. Uh, Lori, Kai, Kia, Freebird, and Linderman, Will, and a top scene on two groups. Look for him to still. Okay, you know what? Fuck this. This stuff is interesting. Yeah. Favorite Jason, this... place your bets. Eh. Uh, okay, there's a supposed to, there's a line that Lori utters. Freddy vs. Jason, place your bets. Um, Cute. That was actually seen in the trailer or television spots, but it was cut from the final movie. And uh, Kia telling Lerman that he better be back when she goes kick his ass. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Rep, 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 this one. rep Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Last one. Give me something good, baby. All right. Uh, he tells. Okay. So, Kia. Destiny's Child. Child tells Linderman, the nerd. That he better be there when she gets back so she can kick his ass in case he tells anyone that she kissed him. She then kisses him. So that was cut. And then in another alternate ending in which Will and Lori have sex again. Um, oh, I guess it's just a variation of that. But then Will starts to choke cho- choke Lori and his right hand turns into Freddy's glove, which we kind of already briefly talked about. So that was just an extension nope. of that. So, okay. You let me down. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I didn't realize that was just the extension of what we already talked about. You, so, didn't, you didn't give me any good pops. Shut up. Uh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so that's that. There, there's, there's everything. I, I, I there's more, but there's, I, like, so, there's much. so much more. I was there's like, just let. It. I'm not so much trivia about this movie. So, Moon Goons, if you're really interested, yeah, you, you can, can find it. Look it up on IMDb, Wikipedia. I'm sure there's even other other stuff. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff out there. So, what I wanted to say before you went on that long rant, sorry, <laughs> was uh, that the final scene where Jason Voorhees is walking on a crystal leg palming Freddy's head like a fucking basketball. Yes. Uh, walking out. It, that was supposed to be the end. And then there was some, uh, you know, some talk back and forth. What do we do? What do we do? And Robert England decided to do the wink. You know, it was like, hey, let us let me do the wink. Wink at the camera. Yeah. And, you know, they decided to throw in a little bit of that, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street music on top of it. And that gives you the impression because no one wants to be the loser in the situation. Yeah. You know, I mean, people are going to say Jason won, Freddie won, blah, blah, blah. And it's very much you can say Jason won the battle, but the war still continues. Yeah. You know, and it was a it was a great nod. And I think that's a great way to do it because you're going to piss off one fan of the franchise over the other. Personally, I'm more of a Jason guy myself. I like Jason Voorhees. I've become more of a Jason guy too. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've always been. Don't get me wrong. I love Freddy Krueger. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. The, my problem with it, one, we, we even call that a cheap finish in the wrestling world. I believe the double. You yeah, know, that's a cheap finish. But um, Mike, I, I get it. I what you say, I get why, but at the same time, it, I hated it because it didn't make sense. Because this is the real world, and Freddy's not supposed to have his powers in the real world. So if he got his head cut off, he should just be straight up dead. In the now, if they were in the dream world or something like that, or something, they explain that, then then I'd buy it. Yeah, whatever. But this is supposed to be the real world. Pull back into reality. He should be. Jason should have just straight up won that thing, and that there should have been any wink or anything like that. I was like, ah, that cheap. Yeah. Well, it. here's a question too. I mean, if you pull Freddy Krueger back into the into reality, how much punishment can this guy take before he dies? Because we've seen him like. Get his arm chopped off and stabbed. And oh, he should have been dead once his own and... hand went through his chest. Yeah, he well, that, that that is what eventually did kill him. Lead to then Monica kills, cuts his head off. But yeah, he yeah. should have been dead there. But and I mean, honestly, how I'm... how much punishment can he take? I mean, does Freddy Krueger still have enhanced? I don't think you know, so. 
I mean, he and you don't see him using that game of his magic dream powers when he's fighting Jason in reality. He's just fighting. And I'll give him that. He, he takes an ass whoop and he dishes out. He's faster than Jason, smarter and speedier. So I get that. But because you don't see him using the magic powers in the reality, which means like then he shouldn't be invisible. And once he dies, he should be fucking dead. Then I'm there with you, baby. I mean, he should have got, like, he has arm cut off a while. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jason should Jason should have won that fight. And to me, Jason is the winner of that fight. Um, now, you know, there's always talks, you know, fan films and talks about Jason versus Michael now and what's going to, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, this is going long enough because the movie's already over. Let's wrap this up. Um, Unless there's really anything else you want to say, we'll just wrap this up here. And, uh, nah, I'm bringing them pretty good. I had a so, good time. I yeah. like this movie. I think it's fun. Yeah, it, um, it, it's fun. It's just a fun movie. It, I, it's over, There's some parts that are over the top. And honestly, I wish there could have been parts that should have been more over the top. And I it, and I've been like on board with that. And like this is a movie where you can, they could have gone even more ridiculous, more over the top. And I would have been yeah. okay with that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I totally agree. Good. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care about any of our characters. I don't care about any of them. I don't care about Monica Kina. I don't care about... You know, well, Destiny's yeah, style. It's, and they, it's, all you care about is Jason versus Freddy. And that's where really, like, people want to see who's going to win that showdown. And I think they did a pretty decent job of giving us a nice fight. Yeah, good, I, I think they, for they one beat the it, hell I agree. out of each other. They, they, mm-hmm. A couple to get a fight in the dream world, a fight in reality. Yeah. They're pitted against each other with these people stuck in the middle. And You get um, to see some Freddy kills. You get to see like a lot how, of Jason kills. I like, yeah. yeah, I like how Freddy's kind of like the, again, the puppet master, yeah. the tinkerer behind everything. And Jason's just the blunt instrument. And then he's like, oh, wait a minute. So I think the premise was good. It was fun. It's a fun movie. Some good kills. Lots of blood. Um, and it just is what it is, man. Yeah. You can't, it's, it's not to be taken seriously. It's just a fun ride of a movie. So for some weird reason, you haven't seen this yet, do yourself a favor and just watch it. Absolutely. It's just totally a fun yeah. ride. So that's it. We're not going to uh, talk and take any more time on this. Um, thank you for joining us for this another watch long. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back with another movie. Uh, In the meantime, guys, remember to watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Tight, tight.